2: Hello, Potter than Hellions. Welcome. Damn, wrong podcast. Hey, this is Steve from the Potter than Hell podcast. Welcome to the show. This is the Shout All Loudcast. But
1: before we get going, I want to ask my guy something. B.C., are you feeling low with no place to go? Yeah, and I'm thinking I'm going to scream. Hey, B.B., do you recall days in the city? Yeah, and I think back. Oh, what a pity. And hey, Dylan, do you feel uptight
0: on a Saturday night?
2: Yeah, man, my heater's broken. I am so tired. Well, I'm gonna throw another log on the fireplace and listen to the shout out loudcast. Oh, yeah!
1: Steve, stand by my side, and I'll be next to you. Oh, God, shut the fuck up, BC.
2: Kiss Army, Tom and Zeus with the final episode of 2020 of Shout It Out Loudcast episode 103 year in review 2020 we're putting this shit in the rear view mirror Tom, how you doing buddy?
0: The only good thing about 2020 has been this show and it's uh, time to sign off with this episode
2: yeah, time to say Hit the bricks, 2020. We're all through with you.
0: Exactly. Yep. and This is it. Yeah.
2: So, year in review. Time to get a little bit sentimental. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, I we wish that uh, we hope that everybody had a merry Christmas by the time this episode played. Your everybody's holidays, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you guys celebrate, Festivus. All of it went well, everybody's safe, everybody protected themselves, and uh, we keep everybody alive and safe for 2021.
0: Yeah, hope you guys had a great holiday. Uh, like Zeus said, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, our Canadian friends are celebrating Boxing Day. That's a big one up there. Uh, so, you know, all the holidays, hope everybody uh, is doing well and getting ready to uh, kiss 2020 goodbye. Hint, hint. Yeah, exactly.
2: So, guys, what we always do, and you know that nothing's changed, we go back to last week's episode. Last week was our Christmas extravaganza, Christmas 2 Electric Boogaloo, where Tom, we were visited by, uh, <laughs> by <laughs> Private Kusano and three ghosts, Kiss
0: Ghosts. I hope I hope people finish the episode by then cuz people like 3 hours and <laughs> yeah. and then, and then to top it off we dropped a bonus episode this week too another 3 hours. I think someone said that our last two episodes are longer than the Super Bowl games <laughs> and and they're better than the Super Bowl too. Yeah, it's cuz so the So yeah. yeah. Exactly. So uh poll episode for last week so yeah so we did our Christmas wish uh Kissmas past present future we, great episode we loved it we hope you guys did too with all tons of our friends it was a, a ton of fun and uh so we, we narrowed it down to four options that's all twitter allows for uh Kissmas wishes so it was kiss streaming app vinnie staying in the band longer bruce kulik and eric singer back after the reunion or taking the makeup off after the end of the road tour concludes the winner was the kiss streaming app with 35 percent Bruce and Eric back after the reunion, 30%. Vinny staying longer, 19%, and only 16% agree with me that they should take the makeup off after the end of the road tour. So yeah. Zeus, not Joey Casada, you're the winner of the poll this week.
2: Yeah, I'm on a winning streak, Tom. I'm usually the one getting his ass kicked in these polls by you. Yep. Yep. But the last couple, I've, I've sneaked out some wins.
0: And uh, I'm sure we had some feedback. Let's hear it, brother. Yeah, uh as always, I love it louder. Would love the app, spent some time and in, looked into it. The tech is easy. Yeah. Well, thanks. I'm great. Will you yeah. work for gene now? <laughs> Sterlino, Creatures of the Night and Lick It Up are by far the best 80s album. So I'd want Vinny to stay longer. Uh, a lot of people loving the streaming app. Dave G. I wish Bruce Kulik and Eric Singer stayed in Kiss after the reunion tour. I have no idea why he left. I also wish they did their final tours out of makeup. Okay. LT shoes. Definitely. The streaming service would pay extras for that. Bruno McDonald. The revenge show was musically by far the best. I saw them play both in musicianship and song selection. Had that incarnation of the band returned, we might've been spared some of the embarrassments of the past <laughs> 20 years. Yikes. Oh my God. Zandon. Uh, I chose Vinny for the songwriting, which was difficult because I also love the idea of Bruce and Eric back after the reunion. Uh, Twisted Kister, Bruce and Eric coming back would have been a dream come true. Uh, I've often thought of a tour with an unplugged set in the middle with all six guys. And then I love this. Sometimes I forget Kiss fans are very sensitive. You know, we got to come in here. You know, Eric is still in the band, right? Uh, (laughs) Yes. No. Yes. We didn't yeah. know that. Yes, we Dude. do know that. However, we're referring to Eric Singer and Bruce Kulick without makeup coming back after the reunion. Meaning, st- start the revenge lineup again. That's what we meant by it. "yeah." We don't mean Eric <laughs> Catman now. Oh boy! Oh, here, here we go. Zeus. uh Joey Casada says, "What do I win? <laughs> bag of bag of bricks <laughs> upside the head." <laughs> You you win nothing because look
2: uh, look yeah, look this is ridiculous. He has been. I don't think I don't think that it's been uh, confirmed. I joke with him, but I've been talking about the app too, and I I know publicly I think I said it first. Mm-hmm. Now, what do I win by me saying that I said it first before Joey? Nothing. Nothing. I win nothing. Yeah, and I bet you somebody said it before I said it. It doesn't mean anything Joey could have thought about And said it to three other people before me But when I first heard him say it I had already said it It's not a big deal I don't care I'm just giving Joey a hard time But the fact of the matter Is the app thing is a great idea Me and him have both Been championing it And I hope they take us up on it And we'll look into it But yeah you're not
0: winning shit Sorry buddy we love you but you you win like I said you win another free guest appearance on here <laughs> free of charge. You get we to go on a Kiss podcast is what you win. Exactly. Next comment comes from Vincent Roman Maroni. <laughs> I'm sorry Vincent. Oh, wait wait
2: wait a minute wait a minute. It's the end of the year. You got to build that up again and say it cuz he's getting a theme song.
0: Okay. But once again, we have uh, a, he's always interactive with us with us on the polls. We love that. Vincent Roman Moroni.
1: I would like to direct this to the distinguished members of the panel.
2: You lousy corksuckers, you have violated my Fargan rights. This some country was founded so that the liberties of common patriotic citizens like me could not be taken away by a bunch of fargan ice holes
0: like yourselves i agree that lick it up and "creature of the night were outstanding while i don't want to diminish vinnie's contribution i feel that was more of a paul and gene concentration i thought vinnie had great chemistry with writing not so much with playing yeah okay um so yeah so that's some poll feedback and as we always do let's go back to general episode feedback uh that was the extravaganza boy we had a good time a good time with that one Twisted Kiss, or hopefully someone is bombarding Kiss and Bruce Kulick to get those soundboard tapes that Bruce has released. Ooh, that would be good. Murph said this episode was even longer than the actual 12 Days of Christmas, but better. Uh, Lovely Lance Lumley, our buddy there Lance, couldn't stop laughing at Sonny's Kiss Car section. We all know the Shandy Silver would sell out just on pre-orders. Christmas wish for me is continued success for your show. And thanks for the entertainment this year, which was well needed. So that's why we love Lance. Cause he can make a joke and then be serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. Our buddy, our buddy, Joel Hoffman, epic show over three hours. I've been nothing but a huge fan of your show since number one, you guys are really the most entertaining and funny your show and a few others make it all worthwhile during this week and listening every Friday night and Saturday morning to you guys is great. I, and I also just bought th- my wife the Kiss Dodge Love Gun. It's <laughs> iridescent pink and purple and blue, depending on how fast it's going. Poonie, your imagination never ceases to amaze me. And then, of course, Poonie came up, started posting pictures of more creations with his vehicles. <laughs> Baco, Cobras and Fire podcast. Fun stuff, but holy fuck. I probably didn't need those last two, three or two or three cause lights. Fun show. Thanks for having me.
2: What did you say to me after we hung up talking with him?
0: As soon as we finished with, Baca, with Baco, I said to Zeus, "You could tell Baco was kind of a little pie-eyed, couldn't you? There, a little, over, little overserved <laughs> for the performance." But he said, "To his, to his excuse, he thought we were starting earlier, but that's okay. It was great. That's that we love Baco. You mean we went on longer than we anticipated? Never happens. Never. Yeah. I, I like this line from Twisted Kisser. I wasn't ready for Baco positive." <laughs> then he says, the wicked Lester release is ridiculous. It me, meaning almost not almost zero effort would be needed. They could easily produce it. It doesn't have to be a big uh, mass release. Then Zan and black says, I vote. No, I demand for Carrie Stevens to host Festivus in 2021. And then it was funny. Cause then deuce and Carrie, I don't know if they're dating now or whatever, but they got into this <laughs> love fest on Twitter. So, uh, that, that was great. But, uh, no, Tons of feedback as always We we love you guys for it It makes the episode that much more fun When you guys can kind of get involved with your comments So thank you for that And uh, Zeus you got some Facebook stuff too
2: Yeah Virgil stay Can't wait to listen My Saturday has been all Christmas Masquerade All the time today We'll get into Christmas Kism- uh, Masquerade A little bit later Max Lynch Just remember If people are copying your Content ideas You at least know you must be doing something right. They can't recreate the personal camaraderie you have together. The only podcast I listen to consistently. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Scott Donaldson. Another killer episode, Tom and Zeus. My Sunday morning ritual is working on cars, listening to the latest, some shouted out loudcast. Even better, it was three hours long. Really enjoyed this one, guys. Love the special guests and the wishes. Not sure about Sonny's You Make Me Rock Hard Yellow. (laughs) Have noticed lately that I'm hearing other podcasts taking some of your ideas, lists, etc. Nothing to worry about too much, guys. While it's poor on their behalf, they still can't match the chemistry you have, and there's no way they have your sense of humor. My wishes would be Kiss to honor Eric Carr Moore, Remaster Hits in Monster, Paul to have surgery on his vocals, mm. Guys, have a wonderful Christmas with your families, and here's to a cracker of a New York Stay Safe. I, I, he lost me in, the, in that. That must be an Australian thing.
0: That's okay, but anyway, Scott.
2: Cracker of a new year.
0: Cracker okay. must be here's to a here's to a great new year. Must be a term that they use. But anyway, Scott, thank you as always. We always appreciate your interaction, buddy. Thank I, you. Yeah, and Scott's probably still
2: touring with his band,
0: Hysteria. That's, right. That's right. Scott the Fox, Eric
2: Carr in the band. Awesome. So yes. continued success for the band and uh, a bright new 2021 for you and your mates there, buddy. Mm-hmm. Steve Vargo. Where do I start? What an episode. Every guest was great. I love the A Christmas Carol concept. I found everyone's wishes interesting and matched many of my own. From Baco's wish to have Hotter Than Hell remastered and remixed from the original Raw master tape, to Tom's wish of having Kiss Visions released official on DVD through Kiss themselves. Z was in top form and should look into. Character acting <laughs> lol.
0: Oh boy, <laughs> Jesus Christ.
2: Murph's intro got me into the spirit. What a fun episode. Well done. Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas to you too, Steve. Thanks awesome, for all the, Steve. Thanks all as the, always. All the love this year. Yeah. Yes, thank you, Steve. Scott Wheeler. Three hours. <laughs> I need to postpone Christmas shopping almost time to just mic you guys up like in football and we could drop in and listen live all day
0: oh gee you don't want that that would be a, that would be messy
2: Jack Pinocchio.
0: Pinacchio <laughs> Teri ya le ek darsare mamma me evancacherum Cette delle o pesce io ve istvai istlene zblobe shamadena Che kinga fala fantasia de pesce io ve giustania
2: la 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 de pesce vittabatala we gonba no galamar caccata Just got listening done listening To this mammoth All capitalized episode On my drive home My three wishes I'll do past present future past Go back and say to the original four And say stop fucking hating On each other listen to each other And you have no idea where this kiss thing will take you Present Be more interactive with fan Be it online Demos take us behind the scenes anything Future Same as you both, a Kiss app Full access to all and anything Kiss Finally, Kevin Jepson, Very original guys Super fun episode I hope drunk 80s ace is okay He didn't (laughs) sound too good Not gonna give you my past or present picks But I do have to say Carrie was my favorite She's so awesome I would love to hang out with her and have some drinks, and let her play with my hair, and take advantage of me.
0: <laughs> Merry Christmas, fuckos! Oh, Kevin, you're the best man. That is terrific. Yeah, love Kevin it. Kevin was it.
2: Uh, DMing us during the whole Kiss Masquerade, oh, that and was- uh, we had a blast. We were both. And we're not going to say it publicly, but we were both sh- sharing some of our feedback with our text groups. Yep. To each other. And we're like, Yeah, hey, your friends saying the same thing as our friends. And we were. That's why we love Kevin because uh he him and his buddies are just the same as me, Tom, and Sonny and Steve and Tony and Murph and all the rest of the gang on those it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, we may um, we may have
0: to ex- we may have to extend an invitation to Kevin to jump into our text group.
2: <laughs> yeah, he uh <laughs> He's uh, right on point with the rest of them. Oh, yeah. And that is Facebook. And I want to hop on over to YouTube. YouTube. Um, YouTube is really starting to get interactive. We really appreciate it. Please yes. keep it up. Uh, the only problem with YouTube is every once in a while, they'll give us a flag us on content. And everybody knows YouTube is super aggravating and annoying about, oh, you can't do this. You can't do that and So sometimes their content It's really more more on the bonus episodes They're like oh you can't print that Because it's something you can't post that So it gets aggravating But we're still persisting So we appreciate you guys interacting on YouTube Please subscribe We'd like to build it up a little bit more And uh, the the feedback is getting a little bit uh, A little bit more uh, What's the word I'm looking for Voluminous
0: the wa- Wait a minute, you, didn't you always tell me dumb it down? People don't know what that <laughs> word means Just say big <laughs> It's getting way big more It's getting <laughs> way big more
2: Anyways, Johnny be good. Oh my god Zeus had me rolling on the floor Every time he does his ace impression And Montreal Voots
0: Which I think Is uh, Costa Right? Oh, I think so. I, th- I think it is. Yes, because his last name is uh, Venus. Be- correct. Right? Yes. And if You're it Gr- is Costa, he You're gets Greek his friend.
2: theme song played. His theme. Here he goes. <laughs> Jumped in on Johnny's comment With a very astute Observation you know what it is Tom
0: I don't ah. <laughs> Nice <laughs> oh, Kiss man.
2: and tail ah, I've never seen this guy Comment before love it Keep it up you guys are by Far the funniest kid Podcast kiss podcast in existence Disclaimer I emailed you guys about using the draft on our show and got your
0: blessing, but we decided to go a different route. Well, that's nice. I think I re- I remember that I remember and they were gracious enough to reach out to us and you know, not that they need our permission, but they were thoughtful enough to see that we had an original idea and they say, hey guys, do you mind this? And we're like, of course not. You know, good luck with your show, but if you want a different route, that's fine. Save it for a future episode, but thank you for Steve. listening and Thank you for listening and thank you for commenting
2: What I was going to say, Steve from Potter Than Hell Has done that before yep. Jay at, at what he call has done that before And we've done that with other people Hey, we might be doing this, this and that So I don't want to go off on another tangent About copying and all that other crap right. Because, right. you know, I know you guys are jumping uh, And asking and going on social media Hey, who's copying you guys we're not going to drop fucking names publicly of everything. And we, you know, the people that hear it, they get it. They know we know, and they know it's annoying, but they want to do it. They're going to do it. It's okay. It's not like we copyright everything that we ever decided to do. Oh, we, we did podcasting. And so that means you can't be doing podcasting either. We would get in trouble too, because we fucking, we're doing a kiss podcast. You know what, Tom, I hate to say
0: it, but I think there are other people doing Kiss podcasts before us. Yeah, you can't rank the top 10 Gene Simmons songs. We started that. (laughs) Nobody else can do that.
2: (laughs) Nobody can review a Kiss album. Only we can do it. That's it. Correct. That's that's not the nonsense we're talking about. Exactly. It's a little bit more specific than that. Exactly. And it is what it is because whatever. If you want to ask and stuff, you can always DM us, but we're not going to publicly shame people. It is what it is. Not yet. All right. Another fellow Grecian here. It's got to be Greek. Anthony Stratus. Love it. How Zeus lays the smackdown on the other kiss related podcasts. Paul Heyman style. Oh, Keep geez. up the good work guys. <laughs> God bless Carrie Stevens for flying the Eric Carr flag as well. We yes. love Carrie for that. And she's very passionate and, uh, she gets, uh, we don't know what we're going to get when we get uh, Carrie on the show, whether we talk to her live or we talk to her privately. And that's what we kind of love about her. So, you know, sometimes it can get a little out there and something, the stuff that, you know, we don't, is not something we're going to condone or anything like that, but she gets the freedom to say what she wants on the show. Any oh, yeah,
0: She's the ultimate wild card. And she always has a free reign open mic night. Anytime she's on this show for sure.
2: Yeah. And Anthony. I think that's the second time you've called me Paul Heyman.
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> and right. I hope it's yep.
2: vocally, not physically, <laughs> Paul Heyman, who they describe and mock as the Walrus. <laughs> nice. Oh, Johnny, be good again. Hotter than Hell's Master Tape was never remastered because they found in the late '90s unrepairable due to humidity water damage. It's talked about. On a different podcast That's why they never remastered it Wow Thanks for letting us know Okay Marty White Uh oh Oh, God bless Marty We love him Carrie's idea about donating $300,000 a year To St. Jude in Eric's memory was fantastic Too bad Kiss never made money over the years (laughs) So it's understandable they couldn't do it the reunion tour was such a bomb that I heard that Paul and Gene had to reduce the square footage of their homes to reduce their tax liability. When you dedicate your lives to music like Paul and Gene, you best commit yourself to a life of pauperism. <laughs> Incidentally, do you think Paul has ever referred to Shannon Tweed as just a playmate? That
0: that's should it. we should have like comment of the week. That is it. That's a that's the fucking winner right there. Exactly.
2: Yep. I've never thought about that. Perfect. Could you imagine? If he ever dismissively said, hey, uh, yeah, Gene's married to some playmate. Oh, uh, more perfect. so than Gene, I think Shannon would let him have it.
0: Yep. Agreed. No, it's, That it, is that, a great it, comment. Yeah, that's why we, we have awesome listeners. That That is. It's, it's excellent. It's, it's yeah. an excellent point.
2: Maybe that's something we'll do until next year, Tom. Comment
0: of the week perhaps that's a that's a great one i'll that's tell you that's a great
2: one marty thank you so much been a great uh fan of the show and we love interacting with you buddy thank you
0: uh so that's it for youtube tom all right and let's go to some emails here from our good friend tony smith just finished this episode and it took longer than the actual run time to get through it <clears throat> because i had to stop a number of times to laugh my ass off a couple of favorite moments, 80s drunk ace talking, then all of a sudden barfing, had me in stitches. Another favorite moment, Sonny Pooney's Kiss Car Factory. I came up with a slogan for a Vinnie Vincent car. In this car, no matter where you're going, you never show up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <That's awesome. laughs> oh, Marty, you might have a, a competition, man.
0: I know. Uh, then he continues. My favorite episode by far. Loved all the guests that made it happen. Love you guys, Tom and Zeus. May you guys and your families have the merriest of Christmases and the happiest of New Years. My Christmas wish is that shouted out loud cast goes on forever. Oh, no. uh, Tony, we can't thank you enough. You have been a loyal and fun and hilarious listener and fan of the show, and we thank you so much for that because. You add a lot to the show with your commentary. So thank you so much for that, buddy. Merry Christmas, Tony. Absolutely. All right.
2: So that's great feedback. That was a lot of fun. You know, with the amount of guests we're going to have, I don't know if we can continue the same format for Christmas next year, Tom. Yeah, I know. It's going to be a five-hour show. Maybe we'll just do like. Yeah. We had a couple that couldn't make it, too. We're going to have a couple more. Thank God.
0: Maybe we'll do how the Grinch Stole Kissmas and come up with something <laughs> like something like that. But you're right, yeah, we we actually had a couple guests that couldn't that couldn't make it. Yeah. So you're right, it would have been four hours. <laughs> yeah.
2: So yeah, we gotta, we gotta cut that shit loose. So yep, yep. Uh anyways, Tom, what we usually do after this part, we go over to Kiss World and find out what's going on there.
0: What's going on in KISS World, man? Um, uh, so let's briefly talk about the Kissmas Masquerade. That was the big thing from uh, last yes. week. Um, we did have, uh, Phil and Neil on a couple episodes ago to talk about that. So the streaming event, um, I thought the streaming looked good. I thought the HD quality was fantastic. The sound and, and video quality were great. I unfortunately didn't get, didn't catch to see the, in, uh, get to see the entire thing. I saw some of the Friday night show with the, the acoustics, uh, set with the talisman, which was outstanding. Saw some of the Zeppelin show. Uh, but the big thing that everybody was interested in seeing over the weekend uh, was the the acoustic set with Bruce and uh, Todd Kearns, which was spectacular as advertised. I mean, for 12 bucks, you're a fool if you didn't get that. Todd's voice is just wow. And uh, Bruce, the, the, their acoustic renditions of some of these songs like Detroit Rock City acoustic. Oh, it was it was terrific. So I, I hope you guys got to enjoy that because it was a lot of good stuff there.
2: Yeah I, I got to see it Tom Friday We were uh, most of us were, were texting on the exchange The text exchange there uh, I, Again yeah the talisman guys Were fantastic man So good yeah. and then uh, I watched a little bit with you On Saturday as well uh, Unfortunately I was editing A lot of stuff That, that yep. time too and doing some stuff But uh, I did get to listen <laughs> My <laughs> My Uh-oh. I gotta mention it. My favorite part of the show was the texts we were getting from one individual specifically going, and I'm in I'm not in the room, but I could see the text because I stepped aside. Like, Who the fuck is that drummer? Who's that oh, drummer? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Who's the drummer? I'm like, what the he keep talking about the drummer for? And I know I'm getting screenshots. Of fucking Al Franken and the drummer Because apparently it was Al Franken On the drums The guy looked like him apparently I don't know but it was just funny Because somebody was fixated on it And kept fucking texting me And I'm like what the hell are they talking about Yep. And uh, for some of you guys If you're really interested I can let you know who it is But I'm not going to say in public oh, right no, now, that, that, uh, it
0: publicly right now. Funny shit. Yep, that was <laughs> awesome.
2: I kept saying, Tom, what the? All right, I, I was just watching. What's the big deal about the drummer? Is he doing something? I, I didn't get what the fascination was.
0: Me neither. I'm like, okay, yeah, I don't get it. But who's a drummer? Who's a drummer? <laughs> 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 Best thing is, like, he has the same childish, stupid humor
2: as we do. Yep. <laughs> Sending photos. <laughs> it was like, no, it's
0: Al Johansson, Buster Poindexter. On the Dave, Buster. David Johansson, Buster Poindexter is the drummer. Like, what are you talking about?
2: <laughs> anyway, I thought the show was great. I liked, um, you know, what else? I liked, I liked um, uh, Jean Bouvoir. Yes. I didn't like that little original track he played. I thought his yep. performance was pretty good. Yep. Um, I, <laughs> I've got to say it. I think Rick Derringer didn't even know he was there.
0: Yeah, God bless him. I think he was that. That was that was odd. I mean, I understand that they wanted him on there for the Exciter solo, but then he started breaking out into "Hang On Sloopy," and I was like, I, I don't understand. It was just <laughs> yeah, very confusing. It was confusing to me as a viewer.
1: Oh,
2: you know what I thought wasn't that bad was your buddies there from
0: "Enough's Enough." Yeah, I look, I don't mind them. I I, I thought they sounded okay. I mean, I like the song New Thing and I thought it sounded there was good. There's a couple songs there I heard that I'm like, well,
2: you know, this shit's catchy. I just don't know yep. them. Yeah, I don't know the material, but I'm like, damn, that stuff's pretty catchy. But yep. Yep. yeah, and I and then again, uh, you know, the, the talisman doing rock and roll over. Oh, oh yeah. that was so much fun. And in my favorite thing is Phil did the gene head.
0: Yes, love him, yep. love
2: him. And he was doing the head back and forth like the video. Oh, that was awesome! I thought they did a great job. Uh, Especially Mister Speed was fantastic. You know, everyone's dying for that. Yeah, and uh obviously the 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 big the big show Bruce and Todd was fantastic. So Even great. had the the lovely Lisa join him for one little song as well. Yep. I thought those guys had great chemistry. Uh, just class acts class musicians in a league of their own and shit i would go see them play anytime those two guys came out did an acoustic set anywhere
0: yeah it was great they played they, they opened up with coming home just like the mtv unplugged but like i said doing a couple versions of songs like tears of falling unplugged like oh it was it was really 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 good i hope you got i hope you guys got a chance to see it
2: And Todd does a great job. His vocals are outstanding. Absolutely. It was great. Like I said, Bruce is Bruce. Everybody knows. So reliable. So such a great player. God bless him. Yep. But uh, yeah, that was Kiss Masquerade. Several parts of that was worth the 12 bucks. So I thought it was was... a good investment. I hope those guys uh, found some success with that. And I hope they will continue it.
1: So a
0: couple of the little things, it's not really news, but just kiss coming up in the headlines. Kiss is going to be involved in they're putting out their own coffee coming out next year. Cause you need that, you know, you, you need, you need kiss coffee. This is French, Italian, Dubai brew, whatever. It's going to be, yeah. it'll be, it'll be like mystic. It'll be Hannaford brand with a kiss logo on it.
2: Tom, do you know? Who drinks coffee? You, you, the consumer, drink coffee. Kiss will give you, the consumer, the best coffee you've ever had. Oh, these fuckballs. I need some fucking coffee.
0: You remember me from last week. This is Gene Simmons, business mogul <laughs> from
2: Kiss. <laughs> so, a study-, a study says humans drink coffee. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways. I think yeah. them and fucking cranky Peter Chris. Oh. So cranky, cranky reunion, Peter
0: Chris. Yes. 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 Yeah.
2: So let's talk about the big part of the week. Okay. And that is my favorite KISS member turned 75. Yes. And they put a one hour video out, and that one hour video. Was fantastic, filled with people in the KISS world But the big part Was the three members of KISS Wished Peter a happy birthday Uh, You know, Gene This is uh, Peter, you know, whatever But Paul To the point, you could tell he was watching what he said He was keeping it professional and polite And that's all we need uh, you know, Ace was talking about Ace more than he was Peter You know, because uh, my birthday's coming up too yeah. <laughs> hey, you're what 75 the- I hope I make it to fucking 70 Wait, how old am I? Yeah. It's just, what the fuck, dude But I'm telling you, Tom There is a reason why Peter has not been in the news Peter stuff. They are kind to him They're not giving him shit He will be part of this at the end. He will definitely be part of this. They wouldn't be doing these feelers. They wouldn't be done. And then, 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 Tom. They also had shit publicly. Paul wished him a happy birthday on Twitter and stuff. When I saw that before the video, I was like, "Holy shit!" Paul just gave a happy birthday wishes to Peter. Prior to that, he was commenting on the anniversary of Eric Carr's death is Paul a fan of shouted out loud cast
0: <laughs> I and don't he's know.
2: listening to us about complaining about the fact that he's not showing any affection towards the kiss family. And all of a sudden here it is. I agree. Somebody got to him. Somebody got to him along the way and told him this doesn't look good. People are talking about you not doing anything about this stuff and he's done it. So uh, uh, you know, I don't want to be accused of just piling on. I'm not. I am commending him. I am giving him credit. God bless him. And it, it, it the you know, the star child may be back. Tom, we Pandemic say that all the may be gone. Two thousand twenty st-
0: might go with it. He's never going anywhere. He's here. He's here to stay. We, we've. God, God. We've 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 said this from the beginning. We call it the way we see it. If Paul does something that is worth commending, w- w- of course we'll say it. And it was wonderful to see him in that video, and it was great to see his 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 Twitter birthday wishes. That was awesome, and it it it's the right thing to do. And, and it it's kind of it kind of pisses me off that we're commending somebody for doing the right thing that should be so obvious. But sometimes Paul misses the obvious things. So when he does them, we're like, yay, Paul, you did the right thing. But that being said, it was nice to see. I don't know, Tom. I I still feel like we should give him
2: some credit for it. I am. I am giving him credit. It's just it's it's we're so used to the old Paul and the pandemic Paul and talking about Beethoven's twin cousins. Great grandson has passed away. I was a lover
0: of his music and this and that like. When I was a child and I had my first Victrola at the age of six, I would sit and wonder how Beethoven put those compositions together. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. No one cares. (laughs) But that being said, you're right. um, I am giving him credit because it was the right thing to do. And I'm happy to see it. I'm always happy to see Paul talk about Kiss. He posted something else about a concert in the 70s, a Kiss memory that was terrific. We want more of that. So that was good to see. So you made the comment,
2: I will tip my hat to you, that Paul probably missed the stage. And that's where Pandemic Paul had come out because he needs the attention. Because without the stage, he's looking for interaction or yep. some sort of adoration. Recogni- yeah, recognition to him in some yep. fashion. And he was looking at it for political posts. Or citizen of the week awards, yep. you know, that he was going to get rather than just be the star child. And-, and I
0: also think I think he's getting fired up, too, with the with the New Year's Eve show. I think that might be kind of rejuvenating him, reinvigorating him with the kiss enthusiasm, I hope. So, Yeah, you know, we'll see. But spe- speaking of that, you know, more New Year's Eve preview. People are posting picture or kiss, I should say, or posting pictures of the stage. The thing looks massive. Who knows if it's going to be any different? You know, we've seen we've seen festivals before. We've seen Kiss at Outdoor Festivals. It looks similar to that. Who knows if it's you know bigger than normal? So that that's that's getting ready to go. We will be watching that together. That's all we're gonna say about that. Zeus and I will be watching that together. So that's it. Uh yeah. some other some other points of news. Our buddy Jericho did a teaser today. Uh, we're recording on Wednesday, the 23rd. Jericho teased that they recorded another, another quarantine song. He didn't say exactly with who or what song, but he did tease that out. So that's awesome because the first two were freaking amazing that he did. Yep. Yep. Uh, can't wait to hear that. Yep. Um, and then just real briefly today, again, Wednesday, the 23rd, a- a- along, you know, the Twitter sphere. There was another story that came out with Paul. We've talked about this in the past. Paul commenting on how he'd, he'd be honored to see Kiss continue without him and Gene. And, of course, anytime you talk about something like that, it's going to fire up the masses. And, it, of course, it did. Um, it, it's a ridiculous thing. We're not going to spend time on that because that could be a whole separate episode. But just Paul in the news again, I don't know what he's trying to get at by saying that Kiss can continue without him and Gene. But
2: whatever. I, that's That needs its own actual episode, I, I think. I agree. I agree. All I want to just... You know, we talked about maybe mentioning this, but all I want to add to that is I know you're 100% against it. I just want to say there's a difference in saying, let's say, Paul leaves. Todd Kearns comes in. I take see that.
0: that. Absolutely. I would see that. Yeah, Gene's still,
2: st- yeah, still there. And the other two members are still there. And they've yep. been in Kiss for quite some time. Yep. Then Gene leaves. Phil Schels comes in and plays him. I'd still see it live, but I don't really want to see an album from them. Yes, unless Paul and Gene is there, I don't want an album from Kiss non-Paul and Gene. I will see them live because you know at, at this time Eric is still there, Tom is still there. There's still some sort of six degrees there of separation, but once they all go, then no, no. I, I, I was, don't want no music because that's not
0: kiss. I was just going to say I could tolerate seeing, you know, Todd and Phil because there is some connective tissue with the band with the, with, you know, Phil has played with Ace and Gene and Todd has played with, you know, with Bruce, who's in who's in Kiss. And so yeah. there's still something going on there, but I still wouldn't I, I wouldn't. I don't think I'd be like fired up to see. And you're right. I sure as hell wouldn't want a new album. And by, let me be clear, that is no disrespect to Phil and Todd and the guys. I, yeah. They're terrific. as Kiss. I don't want them to. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. Right. But, and
2: I'm but not it, fucking paying Kiss ticket prices to see them in concert either. Right. Right. Exactly. So but, it is. But, we'll save that for another episode of down the line. Yep, so. yep. Yep. Anyways, anything else? Nope. Let's go. Let's go. You know what? Tom, this is our last episode of the year. So, you know what I want to say? Somebody can go fuck themselves. And you know who can go fuck themselves? 2020 can go fuck itself. See you, 2020. Go fuck yourself. And if you're going to go fuck yourself, 2020, go fuck yourself with something from Adam and Eve.
0: Exactly. That is the place to go. We've been talking about them every week, AdamEve.com. You use that promo code LOUDCAST. Put some items in your, in your cart. Enter the promo code Loudcast. You're going to get free shipping, those free spicy movies, free gifts for you, your partner for everything, for for everybody there. It's a great deal. And look, New Year's Eve is going to be a little different this year. Okay. You might be spending it alone with your partner, whatever. There's not going to be a lot going on. Not going to be some huge house party or people going to New York City to see the ball drop. So the only ball that may be dropping will be yours. Yeah. So if you're going to be dropping them, Pick up something fun from adamandeve.com to bring in the new year. There you okay. go. So, if you're going to be dropping some hot ass, exactly
2: <laughs> pick up something from adamandeve.com. Yeah, what will go better than some shouted out loud cast anal beads to, to celebrate the new year?
0: Like, oh, boy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Can we get Ed from Click T to friggin' hook up those? He's still working on the piss cups. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah.
2: All right, Tom Year in review It is the year in review So Tom, when we do These year in reviews Because we've done so many, actually One, (laughs) what I think we Usually do is basically we talk about Kiss real briefly Mm -hmm. Their year in review, but it's mostly About our year in review, and we go through All the episodes we did this year Touch on them a little bit Anything fun or interesting on some of them We'll mention but if we're going to go through the year in review with Kiss, I think this is going to be a real short one. Yeah. Because what I know and what I remember for Kiss, really, the big point is they started off, opened up. We saw them opening up in New Hampshire. And they opened up with David Lee Roth, mm-hmm. who we thought was excellent in his performance. Yeah. We, we were anticipating, oh, all new songs, all this new stuff. And we got two songs that we haven't, we heard kind of in the past, not too long ago.
0: Yep. So, no, uh, you're right. We we were lucky enough to see them, thank God, because uh, the Kiss tour, it was like a uh, grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because we saw them on February 1st, Manchester, New Hampshire. And uh, about a month after that, it was uh, lights out for the whole concert um, boom tour. Boom, shut down. Yeah, Um,
2: They shut down the Kiss Cruise, which uh, hopefully Tom is going to come now. Maybe, maybe. We'll Mm -hmm. see how that goes. That got postponed, and 2020 got postponed. Everything basically did. We don't know if they're going to reopen. We didn't know when they're going to set up the dates. They had a year. They had the date set up for the last concert ever, and they were kind of teasing that
0: at the last Kiss Cruise, remember? But... That's all going to probably change now. Well, yeah, because so, our, me... our, 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 con- our concert we were supposed to go see them this past Labor Day. that show got postponed to August of 2021. So everything, obviously, like every other tour got bounced. so yeah.
2: So the only thing you could say really of news uh, for this year for really major for KiSS was the tour got postponed. They sat on the sidelines like every other abandoned artist. And nothing really new other than they created a new person for the band Kiss. And his name was Pandemic Paul. Mm. That person got created. So, ugh, 2020. But, I mean, they did have some commemorative stuff come out for the fans. Stuff that doesn't interest me because they're they're all vinyl releases, special things like that. You remember these, Tom, because you got into some of them.
0: Yeah, the big thing was the 45th anniversary this year of uh, Kiss Alive, um, you know, the 40th anniversary of Unmasked. Um, so, you know, they they, they they do, they've been doing a, a nice job if you're into that about comm- commemorating the, you know, key anniversaries. It's going to be interesting. Uh, I know I'm waiting for this one because 2021 will be the 40th anniversary of The Elder. So th- th- those guys, uh, Paul and Gene, l- like to really shit on that. So I'm going to be anxious to see how they acknowledge that and if they do some kind of you know colored vinyl or special uh, you know 40th anniversary as they have with every other album. Um but yeah, so they 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 always do a good job of honoring their history especially on uh, on on social media and with things like the t-shirts, the vinyl, etc. So we did get some of that this year.
2: Yeah, but other than that we're we're waiting and the last major, you know, artistically big thing Kiss has done is going to be on New Year's Eve day Of this mm-hmm. year that's And right. that hasn't happened yet So yep. um, you'll hear about it I'm sure through uh, social media And this podcast when it does occur So that's really it for Kiss well, Let's move on to us The more yep. important of the two So I would say the first big thing We're going to review the year in review For our show We're not going to talk about these But we are going to mention how it started And that is we created the bonus episodes this year and we also did the live cast episodes so the bonus episodes were just me and tom needed to get our creative juices going about stuff outside of kiss because god knows we're not one of these you know kiss and only kiss kiss is our favorite kiss is number one but we still have an interest in other types of music and we just wanted to talk about those other bands but we wanted to just do it you know every once in a while not take a kiss episode away and do a different episode Keep the kiss episodes and throw one additional episode in So therefore if you don't want to talk about those things don't worry we didn't change the formula And we did the bonus episodes and we invited our good friend Sonny Pooney to join us And he's been excellent as our third as the third co-host basically of the bonus episodes
0: yeah. And the live cast, uh, obviously we'll, we'll get to the live cast in a minute, but the bonus episodes were terrific. And you've listened to us long enough. We have so much more non kiss music that we're fans of. And, you know, Zeus said it, we, we wanted to have an outlet to talk about that. And we love the format, you know, individual rotating picks, then a group pick, and then back to the individual rotating picks. And we're just, we're, we're having a blast with that. Uh, and uh, who knows what 2021 may uh, may bring when it comes to uh, stuff like that? Who knows? Uh, and in terms of the live streams, those came about, I think, you know, if one thing that was positive, if you can kind of look at it that way, from the from the pandemic and from people being kind of locked down and, and having a lot of entertainment outlets taken away from them, was that people became creative. You know, we talked about our buddy Jericho with quarantine and people doing different things and, and live streaming. So we... we Bruce. Bruce that's right Bruce Bruce's stuff's been great uh Paul started great but we talked about that before but getting our friends together and pretty much doing what we do like on our text chat but kind of translating it to a live stream for you, you know for you guys you know whether it's a song draft a band draft a, a discussion about hair metal you know we w- when the tragic passing of uh Bob Kulik rest in peace we did like a live kind of emergency live stream we kind of had a, a group kind of morning session with that different things like that. And we're going to continue that. We, 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 we kind of, we, we found a niche with that. We enjoy it. You guys seem to enjoy it. So a couple new things for us this year. And, you know, who knows what 2021 is going to bring. Yeah, exactly. But we did start off
2: with a bang. 2020 started off. Great. We had an album review of the immortal.
0: Debut album by kiss. Wow. We did. And, uh, you never know if something's going to start off 2021 similar to that. It might, it might not. You never know. But what yeah. a way to what a way to kick off 2020. Can you, can
2: you imagine doing an album review and you have to we were we were putting Firehouse Deuce Black Diamond. We had to rank those.
0: Yep. I agree. Brutal. Right?
2: Brutal. Yeah. That is insane. Yep. So yeah, that was a total fun episode to do. So we start off the year by doing an album review with uh, the debut album by Kiss. Fucking incredible. Um, mm-hmm. Then we moved on. We did a DVD review, episode 53, the second episode of the year, season two. Yep. And we did the Eric Carr story. Never saw it. Watched it. Was moved tremendously. Good friend, Carrie Stevens, throughout the show was uh, uh, throughout the was throughout the DVD show. Like it, it is such it's it's bittersweet. You get to see a part of Eric and a part of his story that you may not have known. Or you get to see the the man behind the Fox makeup or, you know, Outside of the little guy with the big drums, you know, and you get to see yeah. that side of him. And then you're like, oh, I'm glad they got to see it, but great. Now I fucking miss him even more. <laughs> That's how I felt about him. Like, great. Now yeah. I'm pissed off him even more. But I became a bigger fan of his after seeing
0: that DVD. Yeah. We had never, we'd never knew anything about the DVD. We, we, we each got it. We watched it. Um, and it's great because it's kind of, it's one of those DVDs, you know, it, you know, uh, Paul and Gene aren't in it. Um, you know, and, and it's even more bittersweet now because one of the main people that is interviewed throughout it is Bob Kulik, rest in peace. They do a lot of interviews and commentary from, from him on it. And of course, Carrie Stevens, the wonderful Carrie Stevens is featured in that a lot. So if you guys haven't checked out that, I urge you to check it out. It might still be on Amazon prime video, but I know the DVD is still available too. So, um, I urge you to check that one out. It, it's a good one.
2: Yeah, we ranked the DVDs and we continue to do so. We'll continue to rank all the DV episodes yeah. that we've reviewed. And I mean, so far for the year, we've done Second Coming and Kiss Confidential and Eric Carr up till today. So yep. wait for more DVD reviews to actually, you know, come down the pipe. Mm-hmm. So after we did the Eric Carr story, we moved on over and we did an episode we called Exciter. What do we call it? Exciter. (laughs) I love putting these on the T, Tom, and Tom's coming in smacking on because he knows that I like this stupid, goofy shit. I don't know why. But yeah, we did uh, Exciter. In this episode, we did something we did before with our good friend, Mr. Stephen Michael from Grown Up Rock. We reviewed the last song. The best last song On a Kiss album This time we did the top 10 Opening tracks On a Kiss album Hmm. And Steven came along and helped us out On that I should have fucking done a thing Where I would have been like Okay here's what's going to happen If Tom had one piece of hair left on his head He was going to rip it out Between Unholy and I Stole Your Love I would have been like I guarantee you I don't know which one he was going to pick But I guarantee you, he's going to be, it's one of those two. And uh, you went with I Stole Your Love. I went with DRC. You knew I was going to pick that. I think you would have got it. And the the tiebreaker, Stephen, took I Stole Your
0: Love. Yeah, that was a great one. That was a tough one. I'm looking at the list right here. I mean, even honorable mention, you know, I had hate, you know, exciter. I was made for loving you. I didn't even make the top ten. That's just a brutally difficult thing to do, but we, yeah. we had a we had we had a blast, and and you know we thank our buddy Stephen for joining us on that one.
2: Yeah, if you look at it, Tom, I had I stole your love Is two, yep. So that was by far the, the number one pick, yep. Um, but that was a lot of fun doing that. So moving on from episode fifty four, we went to episode fifty five. We brought in author Greg Prado onto the show to discuss his kiss book, right? Take it off. Kiss truly unmasked about the non makeup era.
0: Guys, if you are not familiar with this book, I cannot stress it enough. And we're not just saying this because Greg was a gracious guest on our show. The book is spectacular. And one of the things that Greg was stressed and was happy about was that of all the exhaustive interviews in that book, nothing from Paul or Gene. And his point was we've heard. Paul and Gene's story let's try to hear some Other people and he breaks it Down by the tour by you know Track by track from some things he's got All different kinds of kiss Experts musicians fans of the Band and he breaks it down album By album by album it's awesome Awesome book and Greg was great
2: Yeah he does it oral history Style yeah and I love that And uh, I I still Go to that book anytime we're Discussing anything non makeup I love to look Through it Yep. Uh, great book make sure you take a look greg prado's book take kiss take it off mm-hmm. so that was 55 56 <laughs> oh tom yep 56 kiss alive 3 our first live album
0: review won't be the last oh man yeah this was good. I mean, we I, I I love this album. I mean, this is one up because it's my favorite lineup, uh, you know, obviously other than the original lineup, but I love this album. I love the sound of it. So we you know, we broke down the album, you know, and shouted out loudcast style like we always do. We gave our top five songs that we love off it. Um I had watching you surprisingly, just because I love the Eric Singer's drums on that um but yeah anytime you're doing an album review we we always have a great time and this one was awesome because it was our first live one
2: yeah i did lick it up we both had unholies number 2 yep. and i had number 3 take it off which still to this day
0: is the best dripper song i know you Fucking want to explain love it you want to explain to people how you were able to have take it off in your top 5
2: Oh the fact that I have it on the uh the different edition which has that. Right. I, right. I think it's uh the Japanese edition, right? I think so,
1: yeah. Yes. Yeah,
2: that has take it off on there. Oh, yep. I love that song. Yep. Good so, stuff.
1: <laughs>
2: 57 Tom a lifetime ago, we reviewed a Kiss concert, End of the Road, Manchester, New Hampshire. Me, you
0: and somebody else who our buddy Murph and uh, and my son, my son was what joined us uh, as well. And it's funny because I'm looking at the show notes for this and in capital letters, we wrote warning strong opinions are given <laughs> because we had because we had a lot to say about that show. Yeah. And we also met uh, Mitch Lafon. But, you know, Mitch,
2: we we've talked to him yet. But what we didn't know that there'd be a new person interacting with us that uh, continues to interact with us.
0: Who did we meet? That's right. We met Jeremy White, and we didn't even realize that at the time that we would end up by at this time of the year that we would be uh, social media friends with him. So that that's awesome. You know, it's amazing how the year rolls on, and you and you become friendly with people through Kiss through social media. So that was that was awesome. That was awesome. Uh, probably was better than the show, but that's okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: so episode
2: fifty eight, we call this one loves a deadly weapon <laughs> and we yep. did best Valentine Day songs five and five worst kiss Valentine Day song
0: so oh my God
2: you know number one you took every time I look at you which was almost your wedding song I know we've told the story before right yep, yep, there's a yep. couple lyrics in there that you were like ah, I don't think a little I questionable say. yeah yep. yeah uh, I had taken you're all that I want the demo version a little bit more mm-hmm. romantic. Um, in our, I'm looking at this, Tom. I don't think either one of us had the same fucking song. Your top five and my top five. Neither of us had the same song.
0: There's no duplicates. I know, and I'm trying, and I'm trying to see, like, the th- th- I don't even think this even was the honorable
2: dra- mention wasn't the same.
0: Yeah, this wasn't even a draft. No,
2: no, no. We just picked. them We just did it. Yeah, right. Now, right. The best thing is, we also did what would be the five worst ideas they be like honey it's valentine's day let's play this song we, we had the same had number, number one
0: and yeah. what was that dance all over your face
2: <laughs> happy valentine's day sweetie oh thank you now let me go
0: dance <laughs> all over your face <laughs> yeah. uh, i'm sorry what does that mean you'll find out in a minute promo code Loudcast. Uh, yeah. i'm gonna
2: Peter North pancake style, you, your face, and you won't be able to see, see right for weeks.
0: You see um, that package of Pillsbury cinnamon rolls? You're not going to need the icing.
2: I'm going to take a fireman's hose and
0: squirt you with fucking my that, love juice. That's another thing. Speaking of, of shouting out loudcast 2020, we, we've developed a, 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 an unhealthy reference to porn and Peter North. Peter North
2: and Chameleon. And Tori oh, Wells. God. All right. So, but just to keep it funny, Tom, you had keep keep, keep me coming when your walls come down, uh, spit and down on your knees. My, my romantic no nos, where I'm gonna after dance all his bang bang you, no no no, heart of chrome and two timer. Oh, oh my god. god! I think you. I think by titles, I think you might win that one.
0: Yeah, the title. Ju- yeah,
2: that's pretty much title wise. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man! <laughs> I, I we both had read my body as honorable mention. <laughs> it's terrible. Oh, that was a fun episode. Yep. So we move over to episode fifty-nine. The second time we've done this, Tom, box set disc number two.
0: Yeah, I I love these reviews. I love the box set. I can't wait to keep continue that into 2021. Yeah, and, and then we um and then we, we ranked, ranked yeah, yeah then we ranked like the unreleased like demo songs which was which was which was a lot of fun.
2: And you know what's great about that? We had the same order. Don't yep. you hesitate, Mad Dog, Bad Bad Lovin', and Love Is Blind. Mm-hmm. And then the best demo we both had Mr. Speed, God of Thunder, and then we reversed the Love Gun and I Want You. Other than yep. that, we had the same thing.
0: Yep. That's a so great that's a great disc.
2: Yeah, that's a great episode. We love those box set uh, reviews. Mm -hmm.
0: Episode 60, Tom,
2: Kiss Draft Five, the non Paul and Gene
0: Draft. Woo! Yeah, we call this Strange Ways. The Strange Ways Draft. This was awesome. And, And again, I keep, you know, once 2020 starts to roll on, You know, when the holidays are behind us and we're getting into our creative mode, I can't wait to see what drafts we're going to come up with. But this was a great one for us.
2: Yeah, Tom, you took Rip It Out. I took Rocket Ride with our main, our our two, both Ace Frehley songs. Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, I think most of your Ace Frehleys, I took Mainline as number two. In a lot of these, we always talk about these drafts are strategy. It doesn't mean... I think mainline's the best non-Peter, non-Paul, or Gene song. It it just means, you know, I think you might take it. Mm -hmm. So I want to draft that earlier. And uh, that's a lot of fun. And there's a lot of, uh, you know, songs that we could have taken there. I mean, you don't realize it, but if you add up even just one Eric Carr song, one Bruce Kulick song, four Tommy and what do you call it songs too? Uh, yeah,
0: there was a lot to choose from surprisingly Eric Singer
2: songs right yeah and then yep. you add up The Ace and Peters there's, there's a lot there That was a fun draft to do I'll be honest with you Definitely, 61 Tom oh, was boy. the trivia And <laughs> nobody can get the Fucking counting done right We always get on each other's nerves Murph does shit that pisses me off Constantly Yet, somehow, I got a feeling trivia part three will come up Next year
0: Oh, going it's going gonna, it's gonna to come and we still we still won't know how to count and Murph will still annoy you. So it's going to be yes. great.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you won that one, I believe 20 to 19, Tom.
0: Yeah, I think As, that's still under protest. I don't think anybody knows who actually yeah, won.
2: I think it was one of those like we were supposed to do by 2 and then we're like, "Fuck it, you just your head, fuck it. Let's just be yep. done with it." I'm annoyed. Yep. <laughs> so, episode 62. Kiss Non Makeup
0: Tournament Preview. Ooh, that's going to be right around the corner, Tom, again. Can I just tell you, I got like a little mini panic attack thinking of that because that's that's going to sneak up on us. The, the prep work for this one because 2019 was the makeup madness. 2020 was non-makeup madness. So what kind of spin are we going to do for 2021? Because something's coming and we don't know yet exactly how we're going to make it happen.
2: And I'm going to tell all you people right now, Go fuck yourselves! If you think, hey, uh, Zeus, uh, what was my score this week? Oh, jeez, I don't fucking know. Add up your own fucking points. I'm not <laughs> giving everybody the points. What I did was take some of our podcast friends and had a, like us competition just amongst us. Uh, I did. I was able to pull that off
0: myself, and I think who won it this year was it Gary? The Gary Cap one, didn't he? I think it. I think it might have been Gary. Gary, you'll you'll correct us if we're wrong, but I think it might have been. Yeah, and Gary got the uh, the t shirt, I believe. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And and, and and we're we're gonna also. I'm not gonna make any promises here, but we're gonna try to work on maybe getting like a web based bracket or something so Zeus yeah. doesn't have six thousand printouts of brackets <laughs> that he has to go through because that would because because I we expect this year to keep to have a keep growing with the entries so we're gonna try to make this into the 21st century so
2: yeah and we gotta tip our hat and say a big thank you to Jericho who helped get some people like basically Bruce his wife yep. and others involved in it we had you know a ton of people involved These makeup tournaments, non-makeup tournaments, March Madness, Kiss tournaments, so much fun. So be on the lookout for that to come up. So that was 62. 63, we had Mitch Lafon from Rock Talk with Mitch Lafon.
0: Exactly. Yeah, no, that was great. And we talked about that, how we, we, we met him at the Manchester show. And then we had been messaging him for him to come on. And that's great. And we're still friendly with him. Uh, social media still interacting a lot uh, kudos to to Mitch his show is growing uh, I know it's been tough for him and for any kind of rock journalist throughout the year because obviously no concerts no not a lot of new material but he's been plugging along and uh, he's been doing a great job for his show so good uh, kudos to Mitch
2: yep and we uh, continue to send him best wishes and continued success yep. episode 64 Tom We did album review Oh, which one did we do? Oh, Hot in the Shade Awesome First (laughs) two songs ranking We had the same Everyone's Shock, You Love Me to Hate You We both had as number one And Forever number two We both had Boomerang as the last But this was all over the place In the middle So much fun going over I know we always get the Oh, there's one too many songs By the time of me and you reviewed this, we're like, you know what? I like that song. Even oh, I was like, I don't mind Betrayed anymore.
0: <laughs> I think the biggest revelation was that me and you were like, boomerang's not that bad, is it? Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> kind of uh, it, the Bruce sounds good in it. I was like, no, wait, wait. Are we really saying that? Yeah. And
2: this is the thing that we talked about. Every time we do a review and this and that, it changes. The The greatest thing about this show is the fucking episode we did smashes, thrasses and shit. There's no way those songs are the same. And even if they are, some of them are the same. There's no no more hatred for a lot of those songs. They're like, ah, it may not be because it's Kiss. So their worst song would be my favorite song if it was done by Saxon.
0: (laughs) Right? Exactly.
2: Yeah. Sorry, Monsters of Rock
0: crew. Oh, go to this hurt.
2: You haven't heard fucking TNT's version of that. Oh, no, I'm sorry.
0: Oh, God, can't believe you guys didn't see Dangerous Toys live. What the <laughs> hell's the matter with you people? <laughs> oh, you,
2: you missed out on Soraya's fucking, fucking third bass player perform a solo on his uh on his
0: fourth solo album. You didn't see Warlock when they were live on uh, fucking whatever the. What, what, what's the uh, other than the monsters of rock cruise? What's that? What, what's that thing we said? The the Vinny catamaran cruise. <laughs> <What's> the rock cruise. <laughs> the, the, the on a corner street cruise. <laughs> Vinny's got the Vinny's on the tugboat cruise. <laughs> oh God! Oh poor Vinny!
2: Poor poor Vinny! Then we tried to get creative. Oh. We tried to get creative Fucking We brutal. called, we did a game Where where the game show host Mr. Sonny Pooney Teamed me, Tom And Murph Versus the of Than Hell crew Of Steve, Dylan, and BB To say we lost would be an understatement We, we got our asses kicked 21 to 11 Those guys kicked the shit out of us, Tom
0: yeah, and the show notes, it was great. Do not attempt to drink every time someone says next or when Sonny's question makes you say what? Oh <laughs> Do you remember man. how annoyed you were by the Next, next, next. This guy has the same
2: birthday as the guy that played Darren's boss on Bewitched. The fuck would I know what that guy's birthday is?
0: <laughs> this bass player's daughter's first name has... 13 letters in it if you subtract the middle name from what just what, just come on what's the question dude
2: he went through 10 clues and neither team got paul stanley paul stanley can, can you imagine the that? clues for paul stanley <laughs> what the fuck on <laughs> on a kiss podcast yeah exactly Honestly, well, the other I'm- podcast is named potter than hell
0: they i'm going to be like on a-
2: five kiss
0: cruises too I, first of all, I cannot believe that was fucking eight months ago. I'm looking at that right here. Holy shit, dude! I remember after that episode, I was so annoyed. I'm like, "What the fuck?" Do you know
2: why I remember that specifically? Because I was at my brother's house in New Hampshire quarantine. Oh to no! Think about shit. That. yeah, yeah. Quarantine okay. had just begun. Okay, that was our first quarantine episode. I taped over there yep. because I know because we did the wrap up episode sixty six next. With Jericho and my mic fucked up a little
0: bit. Some technical so, difficulties.
2: 66 was our wrap up of the, the non makeup tour where we got to talk to Jericho about all the songs on there. Yep. And uh, unfortunately, my mic wasn't working as good and a little bit of the recording got a little messed up. But, you know, Chris is a trooper, a professional, and he's a ton of fun. Anytime we have Jericho on, he's a ton of fun. And, you know, it, the great thing about it is it just, it's, it's helped. You know he's friend with everybody. We don't have a monopoly on Jericho. There he's closer to a lot of other people in podcast world here. But he he and us now we've formed a little bit of a a, a, a text group that has become uh, quite comical, and I wish that we could share it with others. But it, it's it's ve- it's a lot of fun, and he and he Absolutely. sometimes. It becomes saucy Chris with us where um, he'll like to tape a video of himself threatening us in some (laughs) bodily harm. that will be done onto us because we didn't like his thoughts on uh, something from asylum.
0: Well, you're stupid. That's stupid. That's like, because you're stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I find your, your knowledge of kiss disturbing. Well, that's my list. You don't put it on your list. If you don't want to, it's my list.
2: What the fuck, dude?
0: We love Chris. And yeah. that, that was that was actually great having him on because we kind of broke down the results and he was kind of giving his analysis about why he Absolutely. thinks things fell. So it was good. It was good. Yeah. Love having Chris on. He's great. Uh, oh, and then who was on after him? Oh his harsh
2: nemesis there. <laughs> so it was just as good when, when Jericho was on rock and he said, How about if I smash that plantain on your face called a nose or whatever? He said. So-
0: Oh Joey.
2: Oh, so we had yeah, we had the great Joey
0: on. And who would have ever thought that that would begin the beautiful friendship of a of a New Yorker with a couple Bostonians. We love you Joey. That was a great episode. We talked about your book and uh and since then, you know, we've just been friends. So that that was another great thing that we got from 2020.
2: Yeah, jo- uh, Joey's just a great guy. Fun to talk with. Someone who's got personality, so that's... You know why he was on every podcast out there in this world? Because he's fun. And he knows his shit. He's a talented fucking guy and a hardworking motherfucker. Mm -hmm. But he is from New York.
0: Yeah, that's his only downfall.
2: So, (laughs) what we did next was excellent, Tom. So, we are on episode 68 now, Tom. Mm -hmm. Kiss Draft 6. Kiss Album Quarantine. Wow, this was so much fun So we could draft only two albums before 1978 Two albums post-78 One solo album Two non-makeup albums One live album One compilation And one miscellaneous So there were rules to this draft And it was awesome And I think I kind of, like, my strategy was How can I fuck Tom over Pick stuff that I know he likes Because I know he won't pick what I like Because we have difference of opinion So you took Kiss Alive 2 Wasn't going to take Dynasty Yeah I would have I took Paul Stanley and Killers as my compilation Because I love those songs on there Yep Um, I thought this was a fucking So much fun
0: yeah, I like how, I like doing drafts that have rules to them because we've never done a draft that really had like strict parameters like this, and it was this was a good one.
2: Yeah, I think I forget which album uh, was the uh, bonus that you took, but the fact of the matter is, you only, your alive album was Kiss Alive 2. My unlive album was Unplugged. In no and Tom, I had the one last pick. I had Destroyer or Alive. I took Destroyer. More like nobody took alive.
0: I remember that, oh, and and, I, and and it was funny because you were you were in like a no win situation because you were going to take destroyer or alive, yeah. and you're like, how can I not like I have to take one of these, and whatever whatever one you don't take, people are going to be like, what the fuck?
2: Oh, and so my favorite part to this was. The part where someone's like, oh, how come no one took this? I'm like, God, oh. motherfucker. <laughs> you're it's, right. It's always that person. Why, you yellow, yellow, bitch, you motherfucker. You day rock, son of a bitch.
0: You're a cocksucker and a motherfucker. You're a bastard. You're no fucking good, you son of a bitch. And that began the 2020 reign of terror of listeners not paying attention to <laughs> rules on Shouted Out Loudcast. <laughs>
2: Oh my God. Why did anybody take this? Because it's not in the fucking rules. I couldn't take it. God damn it. But whatever. So we moved on and we did an actual motion picture review. Mm -hmm. So our next episode 69 Detroit Rock City, the movie. We had me, you, and our friend Murph. I have here under our notes Tom liked it. Murph liked it. Zeus disliked. Yep. Somebody else didn't uh, disliked our review of this movie.
0: So if, if you got to check out the episode, if you missed it, so we had Murph on, on this episode because Murph and I saw this in the theaters when it came out. And, um, during the review, you know, there was Zeus was much more critical than us on the movie. And that's fine. That's why we do these reviews, but generally speaking, Murph and I really, maybe not really, but we, we enjoyed the movie. Uh, uh, enough that like i own the dvd i would watch it again i think it's fun so when we posted it on social media we tagged the director which is what we usually do we try to tag people that might be involved in the thing maybe in retrospect it wasn't a great idea because of all the shit that zeus gave it because he responded to the to our tweet and he's like what the fuck why did you tag me in this if you're just gonna shit all over the movie i made and then I responded to him, trying to like, you know, soften the blow and being like, two out of three people in this episode really enjoyed that film. We thought you'd want to hear people talk about a movie that hasn't been around for a while. And then come to find out, he deleted the tweet.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you, why would you three fucking dickheads, especially that asshole, Zeus? Tag me in this shit. Go fuck yourselves. Ah. Oh, that's and that's what he said. You sound like Artie Lang. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah call me an Artie Lang wannabe. Like, yeah. Okay. Sorry, I didn't like your fucking stupid movie. Right. I like kissing the movie, but it was fucking horribly done. Yep. And uh, I'll stand by that review. Although okay. people think I took it too seriously. I know it's a kiss movie, but you know, it was still stupid. Yeah, it's not it's not great. It's not great. <laughs> but stop. <laughs> Good, Okay, <laughs> It's okay, Good. It's, it's okay. <laughs> 70 Paul Stanley Solo album reviewed I'm going to tell you right now That's a top five Episode of all time For us meaning by Downloads and things like that Paul Stanley solo album Love that album Me and you both went out on a limb With our rankings on that album I had it extremely high uh, compared to all the other albums. I think
0: I what I, I put it over "Dressed to Kill."
2: I got killed for that, but I love this album.
0: Yeah, in, retros- in retrospect, I, I honestly I don't think you deserve the beating that you took from people. About I mean, it, look, Paul Stanley's album is amazing it's pretty much top to bottom with the you know everybody shits on hold me touch me whatever the hell it is but that album's that album's fucking amazing so that that was a great one doing an album review on that oh i loved it loved it Yeah, the thing that i found like
2: amazing is it got me to also start appreciating the other ones ain't quite right and then all of a sudden i'm like wait that take me away it's kind of epic love it Yep, it right? is it's an epic, it's an epic song. So yep. the other ones we knew, everyone knows I love it's all right and goodbye and stuff. In the other big well-known song which you love is like tonight you belong to me, wouldn't you mm-hmm. like to know me. You know, we both love loving chains. It's those other ones that ain't quite right to take me away different kiss type songs. We fucking oh, we both were like holy shit. Yep. And I think a lot of people started getting gaining respect for those songs. And yep. that's what really, again, why I love doing this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. So episode 71, we had legendary rock author,
0: Martin Popoff,
2: fellow Pantheon podcaster on.
0: This was awesome because I love Martin. He's so re- well-respected with his rock journalism, the books that he's done. And it was great because he's never done anything on Kiss. And we talked to him about that. Uh, but just to get his perspective, I mean, he's like a rock like scholar. So to hear him talk about Kiss, and I was pleasantly surprised. He really likes Kiss. He he wasn't like poo-pooing them as some cartoon act. He he had a lot of really great things to say. And, and as a fan of his, um, I was thrilled to have him on. It was a really good episode.
2: Yeah, I loved his story about saying when he was in junior high, oh. he had a party in his basement, and all the boys are like, "Yeah, play this," and we played, we rocked out to Kiss Alive, and then yep. you know they look around, and all the girls had left. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. But he is such a class guy. Oh yeah, in his and I know he's a hero of yours, and you've been big fan, big fan of all his books, and uh, the hat that uh, he's now a Pantheon brother and a friend of ours, is is amazing. Shows you how this podcast has changed both our lives. Episode 72, we called it Turn On The Night, and maybe uh, we knew why we were going to call it that. It was basically we did a top 10 list of top 10 summer songs of Kiss that we would play in the summer. Both of us easily took Turn On The Night. It wasn't even a question. And what I like the most about this, Tom, is that we both told Bruce and Jericho. Jericho loves this song. Yep. And we told Bruce, and he's like, yeah, really? I'm like, oh, we're like, that song is the, definitely the best, pop perfect for the 80s, and would have gotten so much more love if it wasn't done by Kiss.
0: Oh, yeah. Every time we talk about Turn of the Night, we just keep saying the same thing. How was this not a hit? How was this not a hit? You give this to any other band, Bon Jovi it would have been number one for 10 weeks. And uh no, nah, that was a fun episode because that was like smack in the middle of people were still not were not knowing what the hell was going on with covid summer was approaching we didn't know what was going to happen so we said let's try to do something fun yep. um you know you know kind of like driving around in your convertible or whatever you know a fun upbeat kind of party list of of summer songs so that was a good one 73
2: best second song from a kiss studio album we already started getting the comment. Oh, what are you gonna do? The best sixth
0: song from an album? Yeah. Yes.
2: We'll get to that.
0: It's coming. <laughs> yep.
2: Um, <laughs> Tom, you picked Christine sixteen, probably from your favorite album, Love yeah. Gun. I took King of the Nighttime World. I the thing, the reason why I took that, it may not be my favorite, but it's also the most fits right after because can you imagine anything else after Detroit Rock City? That the the way Detroit Rock City ends on Destroyer to write to King of the Nighttime World. It's just, it's mm-hmm. almost, you can't imagine one without the other. So I put that, you took Parasite 2, I took Take It Off. I thought there was a great episode, a lot of fun picking this.
0: Yep. Oh, anytime we do a top 10, uh, it's always a great time. And this was this was a fun one because, again, when you look at this, you're like, Jesus Christ, a lot of these number two songs could have been like uh, album starters. They're just some of their best songs ever were, were number two. So another yep. good one for sure. Yep.
2: Then episode oh. 74 comes around. Oh, oh we had another
0: game show.
2: Kiss BFF game show. Now, which was our
0: which was our version of the Newlywed game. Yes. Which was Me, a lot you? of yep, versus Sonny and Tony from Restrained. Oh boy, this was a this was crazy. This was a lot of fun.
2: And Steve and BC.
0: Oh yeah, Harder yes. Than Hell. That, that's right. That's right. And our buddy Murph played the Bob Eubanks of the Newlywed Game. Yes, that was great. That was great.
2: Yep. And uh, so uh, I had the st- I had the stats here in the end. So <laughs> in the end, we came in last. How? Seventeen points. Second place with Steven BC twenty seven. In first cheating as usual, Sonny and Tony thirty mm-hmm. points.
0: Yep. Yep.
2: Yeah, and, and those two were like on a, a different planet. I think one of the songs was like, if you were going to get busy with a girl, what song would you play? And it was like something outrageous like, what? And he's like, "Correct." We're we're like, like, yeah,
0: how, how do you how do you, I'm like, you guys you guys must live together. You must really be BFFs.
2: <laughs> yeah. Those two guys uh, are something else. It was kind oh, yeah. of amazing. Yep. But yeah that was a lot of fun I like doing that game though I'll be honest with you Yep. Then we uh, We also dropped in between there uh, The first ever live cast in there Unfortunately Bob uh, Kulik had passed away then But mm-hmm. uh, skipping over that we went Over to In episode 75 We did Ace Fraley's Trouble Walking That's the second episode We've ever done Of an album by uh, a Kiss member, not in Kiss. I think uh, we did Vinnie Vincent's Invasion before that. Correct. Um, which is a much better album. We did All Systems Go versus Trouble Walking, I think. Yep. And we, we, we're we ranking those as well. And uh, we, uh, we liked the album. I think both of us are pretty positive on it. And we both had the number one song, Five Card Stud. We both had that as number one.
0: Yeah, I was surprised how much I like this album. Um, I think it's top heavy with the good stuff. Um, I think the stuff that's not great is for me is really not great. Like for example, "Remember Me" is the worst song on the album, and you have it ranked second <laughs> as your second favorite song on the album. I like the um, thing, but I love. I love. This is easily Ace's best album outside of Kiss in my opinion. It's not even close. Yeah, but, yeah,
2: <laughs> and I like the the remake of "Do Ya." And I I think that's when we got into the whole ELO discussion.
0: Oh, with Jeff Lynn's Afro?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. We're up to episode 76. Oh, do we love these. Real Kiss Alive 6, Tom. Yep. This time, from Real Kiss Alive, this is where we take three albums uh, chronologically from Kiss and make a live album of them As though they did in the first three albums Of Kiss Alive The next three albums of Kiss Alive too. So this time in this series We did Kiss Album's Asylum Crazy Nights And we took the two new songs From Smashes, Thrashes and Hits uh, The reason we did that Is so that eventually What will happen is There will be three albums all the way And we'll end with Monster as in the last in this series mm-hmm. So uh Tom, I believe in this one you had crazy nights opening up and turn on the night closing. I yep. had a bad song, King of the Mountain, open up and Turn on the Night Closing.
0: Mm-hmm. No, yeah. these we, we, we love these albums. Th- this was actually a fun one to make. Um, because I I I like I like I, I this this kind of run of kiss albums, you know, it might not be like top loaded with hits. But uh, a lot of the deep cuts on here are great, and um, you know we we love the kiss the real kiss alive episodes. This this was another good one.
2: Yeah, and we love to come up with you know the 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 forgotten good Gene songs in the eighties. Exactly. Yes. Good girl gone bad. Hell or high water. Secretly cruel. uh, (laughs) Any way you slice it. No, no, no. Oh, I love that thief in the night. Those are great songs. Besides the obvious, is, you know, let's put the X and sex, crazy nights, and things like that. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think that's fun. I love this series that we do, the Real Kiss a Lot
0: series. Absolutely.
2: Episode 77, if I can skip over Murph's fucking annoying text that keeps disrupting
0: my phone. Me too. I'm trying not to look at it.
2: Yeah. So, (laughs) episode 77, compilation review. Best of KISS Millennium 20th Century Masters.
0: Yeah, another a compilation review. So there's a couple different ones of these. There's uh I think there's three of them. Yeah. And, and, and we'll be getting in, we'll be we'll be doing all of them. Uh but yeah. compilation reviews we love. And uh, you know, this was a good one. Pretty basic because it's kind of like the like a starter kit for KISS. Uh, but we review it, we talk about it, we kind of discuss the w- the song selection, uh, if we like it or not, what didn't make it, what should have made it. So uh, I, I enjoy the compilation reviews very much. And then we rank them in, in the compilation department. We rank Ex- them all. Exactly. Yep. And
2: next episode 78, we started our new segment, Spirit of 76 Tour. The tours, Tom. And we will rank them. We discuss the tour of that time. We look at the set list. And then we create the set list that we would have preferred if had it stayed the same at that tour at that time. Mm-hmm. So we both had Detroit Rock City, King Nighttime World 2. And uh I think we had Encore. That's the difference. Your closing for the set for the set list was Rock and Roll Night. Encore closing the concert, Black Diamond. I had it the opposite. Black Diamond closing the regular set list and then Rock and Roll Night, the end of the encores.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. No, this is a great new segment. Um, We did another one that we'll talk about in a little bit, but yeah, covering the tours, the costumes, the stage, the set list, uh, major events that happened along the tour. uh, Always, always exciting. And thank God for this segment. There's a ton more to talk about on this one. 79, the Mike
2: Douglas show. Tom, I got to tell you another top five of all time downloaded uh, episodes. The Mike Douglas show.
0: This was awesome because we took a very short, iconic segment and turned it into an episode that we loved. And obviously you guys did too. And it was just great. Just so, one of the most iconic moments in history. And and again, the, thank God, just like the, the tours, thank God there's plenty of these to do because we're going to keep rolling through these two, these TV clips, these TV segments are awesome.
2: Yeah. And we uh, actually, Tom, We uh, are are ranking these as well. We're Mm -hmm. keeping track of them and ranking them. That's right. So, yeah, that's another good one that we're doing. So, okay, let's go to episode 80, Tom. Episode 80, we had Ambassador Scott Brown, the United States Ambassador to New Zealand, and former Massachusetts Senator Scott Brown, who, incidentally, is back now in New Hampshire from – over from New
0: Zealand. That's right. Yep. He's back home, back home in the States, back home in New Hampshire. And uh, what a great, interesting, fun episode that was just to talk to somebody who is such a a music geek, a kiss fan, like a, a rock fan. And uh, that was just a thrill, just being able to talk to him. You know, the local ties with Zeus and I, the Kiss ties, having him be over over in New Zealand during the interview. That was just a blast for us. A lot of fun. Very interesting. He
2: has a Kiss man cave in the ambassadorship house. Where is that? How cool is that? Mm -hmm. Such a down to earth. I'm a fucking diehard Democrat. And I was actually on. Fox News because I voted for him If you yeah. can find the YouTube clip Of that when I was on Frank Luntz's Fox News And then made it on to Hannity And then made it on to Fox and Friends And then made it on to Neil Cavuto You win a prize my friends Yes that is true Way back when when Scott Brown won I was on that but anyways um, Scott Brown was a class Act I like him a lot and uh down to earth and if you don't like scott brown I, I i think that there's something on you not him exactly yep episode 81 album review time again the sunny poony favorite asylum
0: hey, Sonny <laughs> Pooney, what a piece of shit that guy is <laughs> this was awesome uh we say this all the time we love the album reviews and you guys too and this was a, an album review where you know, I, I, obviously I know the album. We we all know the albums. But when you do the album review, you really sink yourself into it. Um And I came away with this one, you know, liking Asylum a little bit more than I did going into it. So th- this was great discussing everything. You know, the album cover, the background, the production, the, the the videos. Just awesome stuff here with Asylum.
2: Yeah, I think the top five songs are the same by us in just different orders. We both had Tears of Fallen Secretly Cruel is one and two. Mm-hmm. Um But the last... Five were a mixed bag for both of us Asylum was an, is an Interesting album uh, The big thing I liked I remember about this album Was the album cover And how yep. polarizing me and you have such Various opinions on it uh, You guys should check out that episode It was a lot of fun mm-hmm. So next after that We have Album review Review Part one Now What is that That is the time that we had Come up to 10 albums that reviewed So we stopped what we were doing And we talked about The 10 albums and we broke down The statistics and we went through The charts and we discussed What album was on top and We actually broke down the songs This is the first Of the many jokes And memes that came from all The loudcasters out there That kept showing us every fucking meme there is of somebody scratching their head, trying to do math, telling us they don't understand, telling us to dumb it down and all 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 sorts of shit.
0: Yeah, this was hilarious. I mean, but that's what we—that's what we do. That's we—we're just we're we're OCD, ADD, whatever you want to call it. So breaking things down numerically, statistically was a was a blast. Categorizing things and just the numbers—it was awesome. And uh, when we get to album review twenty, you can expect more of this. Yeah, tons of fun. Mm-hmm. Eighty-three, kiss Jeopardy,
2: two, oh boy. electric boogaloo. <laughs> Sonny Pooney, the host. This time, we got somebody a lot dumber than Chris Cisnack, who's on our Pantheon Podcast Brothers show, Decibel Geek. We grabbed Steve Wright to compete against us from Part of the L This one I ran away with. I think I, I mean, me and you both got destroyed the first time. Somehow, I came up with 4,000. Steve had 801. Don't ask where the 01 is, but and Tom, you risked it all. and Ended up with zero at the end. But that's okay. Guess what we all got? Nothing. Nothing. So what's the difference?
0: Exactly. We got the same thing that Joey Casada gets. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, no, we love we love game shows. And game shows with our buddies like Steve and Sonny just add to it. And you can bet your ass there's going to be a lot more game shows uh, in the future. So,
2: And we, Sonny did dumb it down. So that's hence the points.
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So,
2: episode 84. We had... Brian Kennard came on. That's the author of Sean Delaney's Hellbox, the little known book written basically by Brian using Sean's words. Sean wasn't able to transcribe the book, so he had Brian do it. Uh, The book is awesome. I wish it was longer, uh, but that's only unfortunately that was left because Sean had died right around the time that came out. Brian came on the show, talked about the book.
0: Awesome time! Yeah, that was great. Um, what a what an insightful book! And Brian was great. I mean, we didn't know what to expect when we had Brian on, but come to find out, huge Kiss fan, and the relationship he had with Sean was was really awesome. And uh, this was really interesting. So a few days ago on Twitter, somebody posted something about about Kiss uh, in the seventies, uh, a performance with Paul wearing the Bandit makeup. Um, and then commentary took place, you know, kept going, you know, on Twitter, people start commenting, start commenting. And, uh, somebody on Twitter said, I I always wanted to hear more of Sean Delaney's story. And so in response to that, our Greek friend, Costa Vucinas (laughs) responded to him and said, Hey, the boys that shouted out Loudcast have a great episode where their guest is the guy that wrote Sean's book. So I thanked him. I said, Holy shit. Thank you for that. And then I responded by, uh, by sending the link to the episode with our interview with Brian Canard, so I thought that was interesting. Yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, B- Brian, great guy, um, and we really appreciate coming on here. The book is just spectacular. You got to get that Shandelini's Hellbox. Really good stuff. Yes, absolutely.
2: Episode eighty-five, Kiss draft seven. Tom, one-word kiss songs. That's yeah. what we came up with, <laughs> and there are a lot more than you would ever expect. I had the first pick, so I took deuce from you, Tom. You went with unholy. I went radioactive, parasite, and on down the line. The the only part I'm going to bring up is the amount of shit that I got because my last two picks were stand and freak. (laughs)
0: Literally. Two of the all-time worst songs in the entire Kiss catalog, and and you you drafted those, but had Beth and Spit as your honorable mentions, oh. and I didn't take Domino either. No, no, I know that's right, but no, that, so, yeah, that's interesting because there there are a lot of one-word song titles.
2: Yeah, I would have said, well, you did the same because you took Hooligan and Tomorrow.
0: Oh, Too fantastic!
2: And Sandy was there, and your honorable mentions. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. Episode eighty six. Tom, talk to me too. So, Mm -hmm. talk to me is a segment that we do. Is we talk about two subject matters that are on our minds. That that comes up in um, listener questions, or comes up in uh, kiss news, or or, or just debate. And so, we want to just air those out and get them flesh it out, basically. And this year, we did lack of the kiss activity during the pandemic, and none other than everybody's hero pandemic Paul.
0: Yeah. This episode was a result of a lot of things that Zeus and I had on our mind that we, we, we found ourselves, we kept talking about these things during the news segment and it was just a lot to talk about. Uh, we had a lot of strong opinions about both of these things. So we said, let's just dedicate an episode to it and, uh, people will, will understand where we're coming from and we're just going to kind of purge ourselves of the things that are kind of frustrating us.
1: So,
2: yeah. Then episode 87, Studio verse Live. We brought over our favorite New Yorker, Joey, and we picked five songs that we've each felt were better in the studio than the live versions, or five songs that were better live than the studio version. Mm-hmm. This was fucking hard, but it was a lot of fun. Tom, you took Hotter Than Hell. I took Firehouse. Joey took black diming as though those songs are better live than yep. the studio version. Okay. Now for studio version being better than the live version, you took unholy. I took, I want you. Joey took Beth.
0: Wow. Yep. This is a good, gr- this is a great topic. Uh, a lot of strong opinions on this as well, because so many live albums, and a lot of people love the live albums so much more than the studio. But uh, there's a lot of songs on here where we had differing opinions on 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 what we like, and it was interesting because Zeus's number one favorite live better than studio was Firehouse, and I had the reverse as an honorable mention. I prefer the studio version of Firehouse over the live version. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, that was a, that was a fun topic, and having Joey on just made it even even more fun.
2: Yeah. Then. <laughs> definitely top five currently number two yep. Our at legendary interview episode 88
0: with carrie stevens wow you if you're listening to this episode you've listened to that one and wow she was just amazing a lot to say strong opinions unfiltered no holes barred uh it was pretty pretty amazing for us to have her on and to have her just uh talk like that so yeah
2: yeah, I would say quite different. She's been on a lot of podcasts promoting her excellent book that's out there. And we all know it because, you know, we've all had it. Carrie is the former girlfriend of Eric Carr and a former playmate. Actually, I shouldn't say former. As she said, you never a former. You're always a playmate. Mm-hmm. Business entrepreneur and She's the author of the great book, Unrated, Revelations of a Rock and Roll Center Foal. Yep. Awesome book. Go out. It's still available right now. I believe the audio version is coming out shortly. Mm-hmm. And the hardcover book is still in stock. So go out and get it. It's well worth it. She has VIP parts, too. You can get certain things. So check it out. Carrie Stevens, legendary interview with her. She uh, didn't hold anything back specifically when it came to paul he was you got to listen to it episode 89 land of
0: hype and glory i love this one this was great this was another uh tv bit uh 1977 nbc mini documentary we found the full length version of it there's a, a small clip of it on kissology but it was great it talks about the you know, the brand versus the band and uh, the, the hype. And uh, it was it was extra awesome for me because it was Kiss during the Love Gun era. A lot of uh, Live 2 Love Gun footage. A lot of scenery and footage that you don't normally find anywhere. Again, the Kissology just has a very small clip. Uh, the full-length video is about 17 minutes long, I believe. Uh, so this was great. We kind of just broke this down, analyzed what we liked and uh, what we didn't like about it. We talked about the curmudgeon-y host Edwin Newman. Yeah. Uh, and uh that was great. It was a good that was a good one for me. I, I enjoyed that a lot. It's described as hype. He made he made fucking Ted Koppel seem like relaxed
2: and cool and fun. Exactly. Yep. This is Ted Koppel. I repeat, Buckwheat has <laughs> been shot. I'll never forget that That's <laughs> <SNL. laughs> an Was it um, oh, oh, Joe Piscopo played yes, him right? yes. Once again Buckwheat Has been shot <laughs> You didn't expect that one Did you <laughs> Oh man oh, I live to make Tom laugh That's all oh, I do oh, Anyways God. Episode 90 Tom Oh,
1: oh.
2: Album review time. <laughs> album review time. This time, monster.
0: Ooh, uh, rough. What? This this was this was this was just this, this was is rough. Kissel. What? <laughs> yeah, this was rough. I mean, I love album reviews, but this one was this was worse than doing a bonus review pick by poony I mean, this oh. was this was rough. <laughs> this, <laughs> she, this one was she, looking rough. She, she was looking good
2: <laughs> yeah. um yeah uh, this one what are you going to do so the thing specifically about this album review i remember is like how you took take me down below number 1 hell yeah hell hallelujahs is should be and i think the other fun part about this is that you were so shocked that how much i like the song freak and the the amount of the beat down
0: you give the Eric song on this. Yeah, it was rough. It, it, it's just look. I know everybody's like, oh, it's Kiss. It's Kiss. It is, and this, and there are some songs on there that are tolerable, mm-hmm. but there's nothing really on here that I seek out. I, I do enjoy Take Me Down Below because it's kind of Paul and Gene. You know, it's kind of got the dirty, sexy lyrics, but the rest of the album is just, it's just, it's the lyrically, it's just bad. Production bad. I think we both liked Back to the Stone Age. <laughs> dun, dun, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. I like it. <laughs> we did, but we, but we we both agreed the lyric lyrically and in production wise it was just garbage. yeah, bad job, Paul.
2: So yeah, that was a uh, album review time. so there's nothing better than doing album reviews for me at least. Yep. then episode ninety one we got negative.
0: No, we didn't get negative. Not on this, really. But we got—we had our buddy Baco, and he came over, and uh, we discussed the the long report that he did uh, when he w- wrote for Decibel Geek when he ranked every single Kiss song. Uh, and that was a ton of fun because we kind of broke down some highlights and lowlights of that list with him, and uh, that was great. Talking talking with Baco, especially talking Kiss with Baco, is always entertaining. He makes us look so positive.
2: Oh, oh God, I love
1: yeah.
0: it!
2: I oh, love yeah. it! Yeah, and we and we uh, we loved his sense of humor. Uh, I think it was great having him on another new friend of the show. Go listen to Cobras and Fire. Plus, he's a grunge guy. How can you not love him? Exactly. So that was a lot of fun. But you know what was great about this? He said he's discussed this list on so many other podcasts, but our podcast had one person that looked at his list and was like, "I forget the song." I was like, "Hey, you're missing so and so." And he's like, Oh fuck, I did. I yep. did miss a song. Yep. And it was like a pretty popular one. He's like, I, I want to say it was I, I,
0: I want to say it was I Just Wanna or something from Revenge. Yeah, like, yeah something like yeah. that. He's like
2: he's like only your listeners as the only ones that ever caught on to that. Yep. So oh, that's because we have the best. We have the best listeners. We do Absol- absolutely awesome. Yep. So that was Baco's list at 91. Sadly, we had to do this episode in ninety-two. Van Halen and kiss.
0: Yeah. We had Sonny Pooney join us for this. Uh, it was the right, right after the uh, tragic passing of Eddie Van Halen. Um, and we had kind of talked about doing, uh, you know, an episode anyways about this. Cause we know the connection between Eddie and Gene and some of the demos and, you know, the rumors about Eddie joining kiss, et cetera. So, uh, it came out great. Yeah, it was a little bit of a somber episode, but it was also I thought I thought it was interesting. A little peek inside some history there. Uh, so that was a good one. And ha- uh, you know, having Sonny on to kind of break that down as well made it uh, extra special.
2: Yeah. And, uh, and another thing, I, I put a little smile on my face. I'm sad about losing Eddie Van Halen. But the smile comes from the fact that the last minute we were like, you know what? Let's just change what we had planned. Call, Let's call Sonny, see if he can do it. Yep, Yeah, I'll, I'm in. I'll do it. Dropped what he was doing as a friend, as the fucking best podcaster out there, Sonny Pooney. Hate to fucking admit it, but that may be true. (laughs) Jumped on our show and was fucking awesome. Yep. That's that's what kind of a guy he is. We give him shit all the time because he has 2,000 burner accounts. But other than that, he's a fucking great friend, a great friend of the show, an awesome co-host with us on the bonus episodes. And we love Sonny. And, and generally a horrible
0: musical opinion and a horrible oh. taste in women oh yeah exactly <laughs> listen Second to our thought, new- fuck them yeah. fuck them
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh there god
2: episode 93 tom back to the real kiss alive cat uh, segment
0: yes real kiss
2: alive 7 yeah, woo
0: yeah this was th- number
2: 7 tom
0: yeah this was a tough one this was hot in the shade revenge and carnival of souls this was a tough one for me personally because this was hot in the shade revenge and carnival of souls this was a ton of fun to put together maybe my favorite of all the real kiss Alives, because i i just love these these three albums but the only problem with this one was that now? That means we're stuck with Psycho Circus, Sonic Boom, and Monster, <laughs> and then we're all done with the Real Kiss Alive series. Ooh. I think the one that we did
2: with the Elder, and I think Unmasked, might be my favorite because it was good. Because I think Stephen Michael is the one who said it was like I fucking listened to you
0: guys put a concert together using songs from that. We took, for that one, we took the songs from, the original songs off Killers, Unmasked and The Elder, and we loved it <laughs> Yeah, I loved it yep. This was by
2: far the hardest one I think I've had to do Yeah I I, I couldn't, you know, there were so many songs I wish that we could put in there yep. Um, It was awesome though, I love it uh, We had different types of songs The only problem I thought with this era was like, what are you going to do for Blood? What are you going to do yeah. for, you know, things like that Demon shit for Gene, but yep. Oh yep. well, episode 94 Mark St. John Tom, this was our second Kiss member Retrospective And uh, we discussed Mark St. John's tragic life Which, you know, ended Very young
0: Yeah, yeah. this was, I mean the, the The band retrospectives, you know, we did one on Peter Our first year, we did this one uh, he's a member of Kiss, and he deserves to have his story told. But it, w- it was very, very somber, very sad, um, just a, a tough, a tough life, and a, definitely a tough uh, ending to his life and what he had to deal with. But um, you know, he has a story, and he's part of history, so we wanted to tell it.
2: And we did. We ranked his seven songs he played on because, like all Kiss guitarists, they don't play on all the tracks. So when he played on seven of the animalized tracks, and we picked the songs. Based on what was Mark's best performance, or we liked the best guitar. Yep. So we both had, it wasn't even close. I've had enough uh, as number one, and Under the Gun is number two. Yep. No doubt. Absolutely. Episode 95, we reviewed Scooby Doo and Kiss Rock and Roll Mystery. This one we did, Tom, was uh, on Halloween following our Halloween theme every year. We'll see what we do next year. But yeah, this was uh, a lot of fun, actually. Surprisingly.
0: Yeah, it was the, you know, the, the movie, it is what it is. It's fun. It's kiss. It's, it's when kiss wasn't taking themselves too seriously. I think one of my favorite parts of this episode is me and you breaking down and getting angry with the convoluted storyline. <laughs> like, yeah, like, Wait a minute, how but, did uh, that happen? What were they doing here? Yeah, uh, you know, it doesn't make any sense. How could this have happened? And then we get feedback, guys. It's a fucking Scooby Doo movie. What's the matter with you? Be like, well, that's we need to figure out why.
2: Yeah,
0: but that uh, oh, no, was it. Was fun.
2: Pesky kids.
0: Yeah, yeah, that uh, was good though. That de- that de- definitely worth checking out if you haven't seen the movie.
2: Episode ninety six. We kept up with our kiss Mailback tradition.
0: Kiss Mailback two. Electric boogaloo. Of course. We love the mailbag episodes. Uh, We love when you guys reach out to us and send us emails, questions, uh, however you communicate with us for the questions then we we do uh, the annual mailbag episodes. So these are always a blast. And these aren't scripted or scheduled. We literally pull them out and just answer them right as I'm reading them. So these are always fun.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Those are a ton of fun. And they're uh, always a surprise. You never know what we're going to get. Episode 97. The Hot and Shade tour. So our second segment of the tours, and this was a sentimental one for Tommy because this is the first time he saw Kiss, and a lot of people say this is the best non makeup tour.
0: Yeah, this was great. Uh, I you know I hope you guys check this one out because this was great for multiple reasons. Nostalgia for me, my first Kiss show, uh, and just the show was just amazing. The set list, the the stage, the setup. You know, kiss coming back, quote unquote. Uh just lots to talk about and uh, you know, our second tour episode, and this was a great one.
2: And then we broke down the set list and came up one of our own. And you can tell when this set list they started bringing back the kiss classics that they had not been playing. So a lot of the makeup songs started coming back. So this was a great episode. I loved it. A lot of fun. Yep. Yep. Episode ninety-eight. We kept the happy kiss given. Tradition going with happy kiss giving to electric boogaloo. You're going to keep getting that. So yeah, it's all right. We love it. And we kept the tradition alive by bringing Murph back for this as we did last year. So all three of us each ranked the five things that we were thankful for. This is always kind of a sentimental kind of episode for us you know, we're always going to include something about you guys, you, the fans. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we, we each had things. Tom had the loudcasters. I had uh, originality that we kept coming up with original ideas. And we hope they were thankful that we can continue to do so. Murph had the fucking song Shandy. I love it. I love that. He did that just to fuck with you, and I love it. I know
0: yep.
1: Double
2: fucker. <laughs> anyways, and then you know the we each list five things it, it, it's fantastic. so uh that's our kiss given tradition
1: mm-hmm. episode yep.
2: ninety nine we we uh, had an opportunity to talk with uh, Neil Davis and Phil Schaus, who are gonna be you know creator and performer in kiss Masquerade which we discussed earlier in the show and they wanted to come on the show. So we stopped what we were doing, threw them in on this episode 99 and had a fun interview with those guys and talked about the show and those guys, you know, hit it basically out of the park with this show. So we were glad to have them on and they really did a good job and lived up to the expectations
0: yeah no it was a fun episode because we got to promo and talk about the uh the event and we covered that in the news section at the beginning of this episode uh and then kind of picked their brains a little bit about kiss you know tried to get a couple things out of phil which was great because we know he plays with with gene and ace Um, uh, and then we, we've been in touch with phil about having him on for a future episode to really focus on what he's done um in the kiss world with with gene and ace so uh no that was that was a, a good episode and a, another way of uh Kind of expanding the, the reach of Shout It Out Loudcast
2: Great time yep. Then we get to the epic Episode 100 Kiss Draft 8 Bruce Kulik Draft Where we had, yes, we Tom and I from the Shout It Out Loudcasters Had Bruce Kulick on our show We also had friend Chris Jericho. Yes, friend on our show and we did a draft we draft bruce Kulick's own draft so bruce was basically drafting himself on our show
0: yeah if you talk about a couple of things that you're thankful for in the shit year that 2020 was this is very high in the list for us what a thrill to not only reach 100 episodes but to celebrate it with bruce kulik and jericho Unbelievable episode you guys obviously loved it, and we still think about it and talk about it all the time. great, great stuff
2: number one episode and shouted out loudcast history by far yeah uh it's broken all our records sorry, Carrie uh <laughs> we did the draft Bruce had the first pick he took tears of falling Chris took unholy I took forever Tom took I just wanna oh. Yep. Wow those four, awesome. four Songs unbelievable It It's still like one of those things that I am still so proud of You guys talk about we Still get mail on it we still Get comments on it and The one thing that I love the most is The comment that we get the most And that is wow You guys found a creative way To Bruce to give a Comment on every song That he basically touched And uh, yeah, it worked and it was uh, the chemistry was tremendous. Bruce was so kind and gracious, as you can expect. And Chris, what a guy, man. He's helped us out so much the past two years. Uh, I mean, we joke with him and stuff like that, but he's a great guy. Absolutely, uh, we're both very, very lucky to have them on. And we're thankful for their contributions. And hopefully we'll have them on again soon enough. Yep, you definitely. never know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Oh, and the other big thing about the show, which was breaking, was that Bruce played the rap version of Paralyzed. Amazing. Yeah. And, and I think Chris is still telling you, Tom, quiet. I'm trying to listen. Stop. Quiet down.
0: Quiet. Stop talking. <laughs> like, okay, I didn't realize I was in the Chris Jericho Memorial
1: Library. <laughs>
2: Oh, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> episode one hundred and one. We tried to top it. We'll always try to top it. We had Kiss Festivus two, Electric Boogaloo, Kiss Grievances. Me and you, Tom. Number one for you. Not enough Bruce and Eric Carr sung songs. My number one, which I'd even put it on the poll because I didn't want to deal with you guys giving me shit about it, was how annoying Ace was this year. Yeah, everybody says I was the most popular guy. Yeah, people say that I was the coolest guy in Kiss. Yeah, people say I'm the most handsome man, and people say that my nose is perfect. Like, shut the fuck up! He was annoying the shit out of me at that point.
0: Yep, I don't. I wish you
2: still would shut the fuck up. Yep, and do like Peter's doing and get back into Kiss. I'm yelling at you because we love you Motherfucker Thank you. Shut your mouth and exactly. be kind Yep. Anyways that was a lot of fun We love the airing of the GIS grievances yep. Because we're both Seinfeld fans And uh, it's a lot of fun to do this So Up to episode 102 We're not going to get into it Because we kind of got into it in the beginning of the episode Where we described it Episode 102 is Merry Christmas too.
0: Electric Boogaloo
2: Kissmas wishes. So, this is where Tom, me, Sonny, Joey Casada, Steve from Potter Than Hell, Ed from Click T Shop, Stephen Michael from Grown Up Rock, Baco from Cobras and Fire, Murph. Tony from the band Restrained And the gorgeous Carrie Stevens We each talked about our three Kissmas wishes And we were visited by the three Kissmas ghosts in Private Cusano And uh, Always a lot of fun to do the kissmas wishes So that was episode
0: 102 So Tom That was basically The year in review what a year. I mean, our first year was amazing because we were just kind of getting our feet wet. We were getting the, uh, the word out. You know, we had some great guests on that first year. You know, we had Jericho on our first year. It, w- it was spectacular. 2020, I feel like we took a big leap, especially with having Bruce Kulick on. I mean, how can you not measure that? But, uh, you know, we had a great list of guests here that I, you know, that I kind of put together. I know we just run them down, but, you know, other than guests such as our podcast friends We had Greg Prado, the author, Mitch LaFon from Rock Talk with Mitch LaFon, Joey Casada, author, drummer extraordinaire, Martin Popov, author, rock journalist, Scott Brown, ambassador, who, God bless him, he's home safely back in the States, author Brian Kennard, the beautiful and awesome Carrie Stevens, Phil Schaus from the Gene and Ace bands, and the great and spectacular. Wonderful, every other word you can think of, Bruce Kulick. I mean, what a year for us. And I'm proud of us, but I also want to thank all the listeners out there for making this show what it is and growing this show so that we can get guests like this on here, so that people want to come on here and get the feedback and get the interaction from all of you out there. You guys have made 2020. An unbelievable year for us. It, I know it's been a shit year for a lot of people. Personally, hopefully not professionally. Hopefully not financially. You know, hopefully you guys are surviving. But we feel that Shouted Out Loudcast has been so much fun for us, and we hope that we have done that for you as well.
2: Yeah, and I agree with you on that. And I don't want to get too sentimental because we've done that on a lot of these episodes. <clears throat> but none of this could be could be done. Without basically you guys And uh, the fact that you guys keep listening Keep interacting makes it fun for us And we said we would continue doing this Until it's not fun Well, if you guys are interacting and enjoying this Then it's fun And uh, we will continue doing this We hope that you guys will stay with us Through some changes in the show and changes, I mean additions, not subtractions We uh, might have a few other creative ideas coming down the pipeline We've been teasing them for quite some time And you'll see some new changes, some new things coming up And we hope that you will like them But we're not going to take away from the KISS podcast at this point We have no, no whatsoever uh, thoughts of changing our weekly KISS show So that will continue. If we do anything, it'll be additional.
1: Absolutely.
2: Please stay with us. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. Interact with us. We love the feedback. We love that. Basically, when I look at my timeline, it's filled with shit that I have to get back to or stuff that Tom has to tell me about because there's so much of it. Yep. You should have seen the first time when we started getting our first interaction with people originally.
0: Like, okay I can
2: get more now it's hard Keeping up with it and I love it Love it So keep it up boys and girls Keep sending us stuff Keep talking with us keep communicating And we'll keep trying to give you Another great season Of Shout It Out Loudcast And finally I also want to tip my hat To my partner over there Mr. Tom who doesn't know I'm going to say it But uh, thank you For allowing me to do this Podcast because without Us as a team, this doesn't work. So I have other great friends. It won't work with them. I have other people that may be more experienced in podcasting world. It won't work with them. I have other people that I may no longer. It ain't going to work. It only works because it's me and you. You know what I mean by that. There's a sense of things that I know you're thinking or when you see a text or when you see something get sent to you on your email, and I get it too, that where's the, where's the screenshot Tom's going to send me any minute now? There's something there that it can't explain it. There's that sense of humor <laughs> when we'll say something like, and I'll fill in the blank. oh, okay, fucking <laughs> fill in the blank name, <laughs> that we'll die laughing. Or if I just send you, text you a name of somebody that I know it can make you laugh. You can't put words into it, guys, of doing something like this with somebody that you enjoy doing this with. So if you were thinking about doing a podcast and you want to do it and you're like, oh, should I do what's so Find the person that makes you want to laugh and they make you laugh. There's nothing better than that. Chemistry cannot be hidden. Okay. So I don't care who fucking throws out more knowledge or this and that or this guy's been doing it long find that connection. That chemistry is way more important than anything else. And so I want to end with that saying that thank you Tom because without you and I and that chemistry this doesn't work. So thank you.
0: Well, my friend, you you caught me off guard. I wasn't prepared for anything like that, but I I couldn't agree more and uh it, it, it's I'm glad to see that everybody else out there knows and sees what we see with each other and why this show is the show that it is. So thank you, my friend for that. And uh shout it out loud cast is just getting started. I can promise you guys that. Ooh, you sound like Paul there. We're just getting started.
2: That's yeah. right. All right, Tom, before we uh, end the episode, we always go to questions next. What do you got? Alright, so this is a
0: question from our good friend Heavy Mayo. <laughs> oh yes! But I I I I think it's tongue-in-cheek, half joking, because if it's not, I don't know the answer. Actually, I don't know the answer, anyways. But he says, I have a question regarding the legality of ghost players on Dynasty and Unmasked, or in general. What royalties are expected for Bob Kulick and Anton Fig? I don't know. Number two. In the area of fraud, if I buy an album expecting Peter and Ace and I was let down the road of deceit, are they guilty of fraud? Now, I know it's like, haha, that's kind of funny. If you stop for a second, it's kind of like, okay, you're paying for a Kiss album because you love Gene, Paul, Peter, and Ace. And then you find out half the band wasn't even on the fucking album. So, I mean, guilty of fraud. Obviously, there's nobody guilty of anything, but in terms of royalties, that's a question. I know we have listeners out there that know tons of this kind of shit. If you know the answer to this exactly, tell us, because I'm not 100% sure. Zeus, I'm not sure what you know about this. All right. So a couple things. Number one, good luck
2: with that fucking lawsuit for fraud. Oh, yeah. You know, this is the kind of stupid shit. No offense that people throw out there all the time. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to win a million dollars. I'm going to sue because it's not really kiss. On this CD. Okay. Good luck with that. It doesn't make a difference. Kiss is a corporation. Right. Do you know? I don't know. Like at at all times when they did Asylum, who was in the band? Was Bruce signed on the contract at that point? Like who fucking knows? They're going to put out a CD and they're going to say these people are the members of the Kiss. Does it have to say when you buy a CD, what does a member consist of? What are their rules? Is a member meaning they have to play every instrument on the, on the, on the album, or on every song, they can, there's no rules to this shit. They can say whatever they want. You buy it, you buy it. Fuck off. Now, as far as songwriting goes, it depends. That's why you had the problems with Aussie and all things like that. Was there any fraud, deceit, and saying, "Yeah, I'll, we'll set you up later"? Just do this now, or is it I got paid a thousand dollars to help me write songs? There are a lot of doing it. a lot of country musicians that I know are famous for that stuff. Uh, Willie Nelson used to sell his songs. Before yep. he became the famous singer, he used to write songs for everybody else. Crazy. The probably biggest country song of all time. He wrote that for Patsy Cline. He wrote a lot of songs for a lot of people. And He'd be like, I'll sell you this for 500 bucks. And people would buy it, sell the song, make a huge hit out of it. Eventually, he got wise inside of recording some of his own shit. There was one guy, a country, it's a good, it's a good legendary story. The guy said, no, 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 no. Don't get, I'm not. i am not i will give you 500 bucks as a loan. Keep the fucking song. This is going to be a hit for you someday, and you're going to want that money. Yep. And so he kept the song and he kept the title, and he got the royalties. It became a number one country smash, and Willie Nelson never forgot the guy for uh, you know for the kindness that he showed him. He said, "Oh, thank you." Now he's getting royalties off that song because every I think it was Hello Walls, uh, and that was Farron Young I think did it. But if you look at every like fucking country. Compilation of the great songs in the 60s And stuff like that, that's on there And yep. he's getting royalties from that Instead of saying thanks, 500 bucks That's in my pocket, that's my song now It depends on what you're doing It sucks, but if you sell it for 500 bucks That's who you get Think of Rocky the movie Rocky, uh, Sylvester Stallone Tried to sell the script, and they bought it And he's like, no, 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 I have to play Rocky And they're like, you don't have to fucking play Rocky I bought the script It's like, no, I won't sell it to you unless I get to play him in the movie. Right. But if he sold it to them, they'd say, fuck off, it's our movie now. Just like Michael Jackson bought the songs from the Beatles. And they're like, What are you doing putting all these fucking songs of ours on in commercials? We don't want that shit. You don't own it anymore. Yeah, exactly. So if you put your name on that and you own it, that's your fucking right to it. So, no, he's not gonna get anything unless you're if he got paid to help me write this song. And there was no agreement, nothing put in writing You get If you get a song credit and you get paid for it You get royalties in the sense Because there's um, a royalty for Songwriting, I, I don't know how it gets Split, but there is for that yeah. stuff. But if you're not on there and you help them Write the song and you were never You know, like shortchanged for it You were just
0: paid a flat fee That's nothing, that's what you got You got nothing What if he wants to sue Kiss? Because he bought Unmasked and Shandy is on it. <laughs> then he'd win. <laughs> he'd play it and say, I rest my case. That being said, Heavy Mayo, we love you, buddy. We love your interaction. And my advice to you is to just put on Dynasty Ununmasked Unmasked and enjoy them for the fucking awesome albums that they are. Your face is my case. Exactly.
2: So, Tom, people uh, don't really know how to find us. So why don't you tell them?
0: Yeah, so our email is probably the best way. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Please reach out to us, comment, feedback, criticize, show ideas. Tell us what you like, what you don't like, all that good stuff. And we will either respond or we'll read it on the air. And then we're on all the social medias, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We love the interaction. Twitter is probably the place to be. We're interactive on all the other places too. Facebook, we have a great group, the Shout It Out Loudcasters group. It's a great place to post pictures, ask questions, start discussions, all that great stuff. Um, and the, our show is part of the great Pantheon podcast network. You can We're on all the major platforms there, of course, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the other ones. You can find us, we're there. And uh, Pantheon has tons of awesome shows. They keep growing their library of content, tons of great stuff. Um, and, of course, we always talk about our buddy Ed from Click Tea Shop, Click with a K, Um, Ed designed our awesome show logo, and you can buy Shout It Out Loudcast merch on his website, um, as well as other awesome Kiss-inspired gear, T-shirts, coffee mugs, pillows, everything. Uh, Ed's a great guy, so give him your business. Check him out at Click T-Shop. Click with a K.
2: Yeah, and keep those direct messages coming. We love getting them. We love interacting with you guys. You can hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. And again, the email, Shout It Out Loudcast. At gmail.com Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com And please give us one of those Five star Child reviews We got one from our buddy That we love to read his stuff Kevin Uh Jepson. So Kevin went on and he actually told us too Hey fuckos I finally did a review for you guys (laughs) I've never ever done one before And he loved to tell us that Well anyways Kevin put this in Best kid kiss podcast ever This one on Apple iTunes I remember when I first saw these guys Come up as a new Kiss podcast Ugh We don't need more Yeah you do (laughs) I decided to listen on the third one Wow Tom and Zeus are so unique and funny Hold nothing back I can't say enough The comedy is second to none This podcast should be in the comedy charts Through the awful 2020 year the year of the pandemic, they have helped me and many others get through and laughed way too much. A must-listen for KISS fans, and more importantly, non-KISS fans. My favorite podcast ever, KISS,
0: six stars for me. Wow. We, we told you how much we love Kevin at the beginning of the episode. Great guy. Uh, hope to meet him someday maybe on the kiss cruise who knows but kevin's a friend of the show and kevin we thank you for that buddy really appreciate that
2: i think kevin sent us a message and he was and he got the shouted out loud cash shirt he got it and he wore it on the last kiss cruise and he was the first one to tell us that he got the the
0: first shouted out loud cash shirt that's correct you're right i remember that yep awesome Uh, we love kevin good guy great guy and hopefully we'll see him on
2: the kiss cruise you never know what's going to happen with that yep so uh
0: that being said tom famous last words some words for the end of the year and starting off 2021 now listen if you want to be a singer or play guitar man you gotta sweat or you won't get far because it's never too late to work nine to five. You can take a stand. Or you can compromise. You can work real hard or just fantasize. But you don't start living. Till you realize. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Got to top that. I don't know if I can, but. I want to know. How far to go? Taking my life in my hands, yeah. Out on my own, fighting alone. Call me the desperate man. Oh, god, oh, what's the body? next one? <inaudible> Eric Cock, crazy drums, <AUDI especially> danger, danger.
0: Oh, boy, oh my
2: god, love that song!
0: Boy, oh, love boy, Eric's oh, drumming,
2: boy. love Paul's vocals. Oh, love that song, danger anyway listen everybody happy new year please stay safe be kind to one another wear your fucking masks and let's get this year out and head into the new year with nothing but positivity and success
0: and health to everyone absolutely guys happy new year enjoy it but be safe be smart Make the right decisions, but have some fun. Try to celebrate the ending of this godforsaken year. If you want, go back and start listening to old Shout It Out Loudcast episodes for the, in the <laughs> background. Go back and put on the Bruce draft or one of our album reviews. Have yourself some laughs. Uh, we thank you guys so much, and uh, we can't wait to get 2021 started. So uh, we love you guys. Happy New Year. Be safe and be good.
2: Peace out, Girl Scout.